looking to be a part of a community while getting dished Halloween, horror, and hot industry happenings? Well, you're in luck. Yep, That's Scary now has Patreon. Accepting like-minded individuals to engage, participate, and have a little fun within our new horror family. Get exclusive content, merch, and messages from the cast. Be invited to some exclusive members-only events and notable horror events. Sign up and become a Patreon today. Welcome to the Fright Zone. Lily is the leader, the visionary dreamer. Gerard got the joke, scaredy cat cat, the screamer. You won't get this work if you're scared, go to church. This podcast is scariest, you heard it here first. Ah. Then he said that to me because I was like, I'm just excited that Jupiter Scoopers is here. You know, I, I want to exactly. see the character again. But with he, because he's a huge lover of Jupiter Scoopers. Yo, yo. And this is your new Halloween Horror and Haunted House podcast. With me is my co-host, Scaredy Cat Cat and Gerard. What's up, guys? Good morning. How are you? What's Good. going on? How are you doing? It's been a minute. It's been a week. <laughs> yeah. It's been a crazy week. week. It's been a yes, week. yes. And you guys, listen, if you guys are at home or listening at home or watching, beside me, I finally got Britt Segers, who's our live broadcaster. He's here in Atlanta. With me, go on, add yourself in. Let, let, let everybody see you. Let everybody see you. Yo, 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 what is up, guys? How you doing? All right, so um, I'm excited because there's so much happening. Uh, with us. we had a busy week, you guys. Oh my gosh, we had what two watch parties? Yeah, we had two party yeah. parties, it was, pretty, it was yeah. pretty epic. And then we had there, let me move. Okay, there I am. And then we had um. We did some TikToks. Yes, we did some TikToks. We had an amazing interview with Hocus Pocus with Steve Cardona. It was amazing. Did you guys know that? Echoey. Huh? Echoey. We got some technical difficulties, but we had a great time. It was so busy. I felt like every day we had something to do. And um, 
it was exciting. It was all working on the podcast so that we could connect and engage with everyone. But before I go there, I just want to, you know, ask you guys a question because this question was asked to me. Um, and I want to, I want to ask you guys this question. Would you sleep inside of a coffin for a night? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, it looks how, how, how much, how much, how much? That's the only well, reason I would do it. I don't know. I, this is a crazy question. I want to ask you guys just to get your thoughts, but like, well, go ahead. You got to think about it. I can't. We. I think we all have sadly bought coffins in our past. You know, those things are expensive and they look comfy. <laughs> like, like, come on, comfy. Cuddle up. Yeah, they look comfy. That's where the word coffin comes from. Comfy. Don't take Latin lessons from me. This is all fake, but trust me, it's real. But it, <laughs> the Latin sure. word for comfy is coffin. Kind of like coffee, I believe. We're just going with this, all right? But yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure it looks comfy. I'm going to do it. Fucking, if somebody will send me a coffin now with a cushy little flat, I was sleeping it tonight. Forget about it, you know. What about you? <laughs> nope. Unless you're paying me to do that. No, well, why, you, why no? Is it, is it, is it because it reminds you, remember you of remember the haunt that you and I went to that was a separate haunt? Mm-hmm. And we got put in... Somebody got put in a coffin and somebody got put in, I forget the other thing that we had to be put in. That was horrifying. And that was for a few minutes. No, no. Yeah. Hey, me, maybe I'll do it. Britt, what about you? I would definitely sleep in a coffin. Looks comfy, just like Gerard said. I would definitely use it as a bed. You know what? And you know what? I I have to co-sign with them too, Kat. I mean, I, I, you know, look, it looks comfy. I, I think I could sleep a night in a coffin. Now, with someone else, no. Um, you know, buried alive, no. You know, it just depends on the circumstance. I mean, so, it looks. But you can't turn like around. You, you can't do nothing. It's like claustrophobic in there, right? Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I think it'll be. A, I think it'll be a good. I think, especially if you just close the bottom half and have a nice, like, warm blanket. Like, look, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm in, my body has to shift, right? I'm in a hoodie, because right now, it's it, it's fall time in Tennessee, so it's, like, cold yeah. in the mornings. Like, I'm cold. Yeah. My body's not ready for a winter. It's got to be ready. But once we get there, and my body's like, hey, it's winter time, it's going to flip, I'm going to be a lot more acclimated. But right now, I'm like, hey, it's supposed to be 90, all right? You're supposed to be warm. Speaking my of body. the weather, did you guys see the weather? Did you guys feel the weather change? Like, uh, yeah. it was hot. And then all of a sudden, cold. I mean, on the East Coast. I don't know about you, Kat. It's over here. I got sick. Yeah. You got sick because of weather change? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't wow. know about the weather change, but um, COVID's a motherfucker. Oh. You had some COVID? They shared COVID with you? Oh, my God. Uh, you get well, the corona? The kids Corona's. are all in school. So we got an email that we got exposed, but I didn't get it till Friday night, and I was already sick. No, thank you. It was not good. I'm still getting over it. Well, I'm glad you made it. And we're going to have a good show today because we're going to talk about building something good, building a a good podcast. And I I want to go ahead and and talk about, you know, we see that the podcast medium has changed, right? We see it grown tremendously, right? And we've joined that family. What are some of the podcasts that you guys. What are some of the podcasts? That, that um, um podcast, podcast shows that you guys watch religiously. Uh, what well, is something for, that you guys can think of? You know what? I started watching uh, or listening, I should say, listening to podcasts um, some years ago, but it was more of the, you know, 
uplifting stuff like that. Ed Milet and Brad okay. Lee, just try to those type of things. They're trying to get you, you know, on your game and what you need to do and stuff like that. But I've never found a horror podcast. FYI. Oh my gosh, you got to find one. Well, you got to find one. We're on it. <laughs> I know, right? Gerard, what about you? Hmm. You know, I wondered, I, religiously, when you said religiously, I think I listen almost not religiously, but weekly to is a painkiller already or PKA. Oh, yes. That's good. I, I grew up watching those guys, you know, doing YouTube and stuff. And then one of the ones I'm liking to watch, but I'm mostly watching like his 10 minute videos, you know, nice little listen to is the Joe Rogan podcast, you know. Uh, Joe Rogan is killing the game of podcast right now. Oh, yeah. That's good. One. Those are good good choices. Okay. What about you? Uh, Brent, what about you? Uh, I listen to two podcasts. They're not horror podcasts. So they're like mm. a lot of like dirt bikes and like they talk about stuff they do and stuff. Really cool. It's C-Boys TV and Impulsive. They bring like wrestlers on, like celebrities and stuff. It's a pretty cool podcast. Definitely check it out. Yeah. And for me, I you know, look. I gotta support my my boy Rob Deerdeck from Build with Rob. I, I I love his show because it's it's encouraging. Uh, Kat, you will love his show because it, he he has some encouraging words there. Um, love it. Smart List with Will Arnett. Have you guys heard that? That one's no. pretty funny. It's Will Arnett, Sean Haynes, and Jason Bateman. That's pretty good. Oh, I love Jason Bateman. Yeah. Then we got we got. I, I watched Dish Nation. That's on that's on the podcast. I gotta get my dish in, and then one hundred percent with Marcus LeBlanc. That is good. He has he has a good podcast there that I I love listening to Marcus. So uh, about business and entrepreneurship. So he's that's my those are my my podcasts. So um, we want to make sure that we create something really cool with our podcast, something that gives our our listeners and viewers value, and we want to create something really scary. So. One of my things is 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 when I started building the podcast show was like what elements to bring in, how can we brand it, how can we make this work, and um, I I, I want to talk about our goals for doing this podcast. Like, because at first was, you know, when I when I um took this chance to do a podcast, it was to get a voice out there to be different and diverse. And bring something to the horror community that's different and diverse. Um, but also, I wanted to put in a better, I should say, goals. And I wanted to know what would your goals be uh, if you guys had to put, put a podcast show in. So, what do you see our podcast being like in like a, a year from now or two years from now? Gerard. Um, oh. oh, go ahead. Scared cat cat. Um, I wanted to blow up. I want us to create this great ass podcast. Everyone comes together and talks about all of yeah. our wonderful, scary moments, everything like that. But I also want it to end up where it blows up and we can have haunts in different areas. That's what I would love. Bring it all back. I miss it. Yeah. Totally miss so it. you want haunts in different area codes. Yes. For us to run different <laughs> haunts in different areas. I love it. I love the time. I love the creation, everything. Okay. What about you, Gerard? <laughs> so, uh, uh, you said within a year or two, you know? Yeah, what would be our, a good goal for, for, for uh, Get the Scary? 
for a goal for the podcast in a year or two. Hmm, you know, that that's an interesting question. I don't think I really have a, a solid good answer because, you know, as, as you continue to grow with the show and evolve, you know, it's going to change, you know, especially what this right. is the second episode and stuff. So I don't really know what the goal would be, but what's to per se, but something I would like to happen or what I like about it is it just gets individuals together to really talk about something they're passionate about and uh and continue and have an open board discussion with people because I know we talk about haunts all the time and or other mm-hmm. horror just like the other night where we talked about uh that one of the haunts we visit over the weekends and stuff and like we talk what like oh darn near three hours and it's very entertaining and stuff and I, I just love the idea of bringing it together as a community anything horror related because we pretty much was already doing this together, you know, just having conversations that last way too long over one subject or two. Right. Yeah. right. Which, we're, we're, which we're not going to try to do that today because we got a full schedule ahead. Um, and I'm just so excited because we got some amazing guests on here. But like one of the things that um, actually let me swing it to Brent. What is what is the goal? Um Man, going back to Gerard, I see this podcast being skyrocket, face of horror, us talking about horror. We all come together and like just talk about horror. I love it. I feel like this podcast is going to do very good and this could be skyrocket. Definitely. One of the reasons why I'm sorry, I'm playing with my mic uh, knobs here, but one of the reasons why I wanted to ask you guys that is because I wanted to get your your uh, personal opinion. I think when we were building the show, it was so fast, 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 go, 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 that we really didn't like write down our our, our goals and what we wanted right. to see accomplished. But if I had to share a little bit about mine, it will be to um, give news and entertainment of Halloween horror and haunted house to to the to the community, right? We want to be Absolutely. a beacon and a voice with uh, honesty and integrity, right? We want to make sure our okay. source, our sources are um, great. We want to make sure that we our segments are on point and that people are are waiting and and waiting to see this uh, the show and the segments. Also, as with many other creative um, pursuits, cons- consistency is key for a good podcast. Okay, and I know it's been crazy since we started. It's been you know we took a uh, a week off because we had major technical difficulties, and I thought we were going to have one for t- for this week with the hurricane. But I'm glad that oh, we yeah. can have a show up, and I want to make sure that we stay consistent as possible with our style and our schedule, because um, we want to make sure that we stay on topic and brand, and help our listeners know what to expect from our uh, from our podcast and episode. So I'm really excited uh, to to talk about what's scary and what's good about us, and to um. And to uh, and to talk about how we built the show a little bit. So, well, well, um, what, what do you think the most difficult process of building something up like this? Because you know, I, it, it's a it's a circus sometimes trying to communicate with everybody. What do you think the most difficult part is? Well, is that question for me? Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I would say when I was thinking about building a podcast, it was simply just like, hey, how 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 are we going to do it? Like, what's the topic? What is our audience? You know, like what is the what is the thing? Like, of course, there's going to be a horror or within those um, those t- those uh, titles and themes. But I felt like I couldn't just do horror without doing Halloween. Couldn't do Halloween without doing Halloween. You, you know what I mean? So I was like, screw it. We're going to do all three, and we're going to deliver something that's really impactful to our community. Um, but I think the hardest thing is trying to figure out what to do, what topics to do. <gasps> who to bring in you know you guys know i have a huge 
Rolodex of people and connections in uh-huh. the community. But it's like, who do I bring in? And and how do I start this off the first time? And you know, and I think how we did it for our first episode was very classy. And I and I, and I, and I totally give you guys some props for it because you guys were the ones to say, hey, no, we ain't got no 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 guests. Like, let's just have it with us because right. it takes the pressure off, you know, and we can vibe. And it was so much fun. So it was really just the, 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 the ramp up of a podcast, which was the most difficult for me. But good question, man. I have a question. Yeah. How did you pick such amazing co-hosts? Is this what did you say? How did you uh, pick such amazing co-hosts? Oh my gosh! First of all, let me tell you. Look, I had to—I had to realize that I—I I had to get co-hosts that I know and love and and trust. Um, that was those were key, you know. And I had to, you know, I had to vibe with them. I had to be mm-hmm. able to trust them with this baby, and I had to, you know, know like, hey, look, you know, this is our first show, and y'all know me. Y'all know how far I stretch. And let's just step right. up when it's time to step up, you know. And uh, absolutely, I only, I only ask several people, a, a hand, a small hand group, to see what response I will get back. Right. And I got some response back, and I felt like I put too many people on the show. <laughs> so, you know, I believe that you know the universe, God, will shake some things off and bring and let allow people to fall where they lay, and uh. Right. That happened, and I'm really excited for what we have now because everyone has a role, everyone has a duty, everyone has a task, and so, um, and I'm comfortable with everybody. I'm comfortable with them, and I trust. And thank you, so. Will. Thank yeah, you. that was a good question. Dang, y'all got some questions for me. Let's go. But I mean, well, all that, what? I have a serious question. Okay, oh. go ahead. How did you come up with the name? Yep, that's scary. <laughs> Uh oh. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> uh oh. Okay, so so I wanted to do a podcast, and I wanted to have a n- simple name, like "Yep, that's scary." Something simple, and I I could not. Do you guys hear that, or is this me? A little bit. Somebody got a faucet on. Yeah. Uh, try yours. yours. I'm good. Yeah, I, I hear the faucet. Yeah, move. Yeah, and move. We're good. Able. Good. Sorry, it's like really in my ears. Okay, there we're we go. Together, that's all. Okay, so I wanted a simple name for uh, the podcast, but I didn't know which one. Um, I I couldn't come up with it, and you know what? I literally just said, you know, I want to trust this process, and I'm not going to rush it. I'm not going to put too much uh, energy towards it. I'm just going to let it come to me, you know. <laughs> and it came to me, and uh, <laughs> because uh, I got a call from Gerard, and he was like, "Hey, I want to start. Can I? Can I say this?" I mean, is this an inside joke? You guys are all laughing. I have no idea. <laughs> oh, 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 I know the story. I'm just, I'm just so, going to see where anyways, this goes. Anyways, I, 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 I get on a call with Gerard, and Gerard's like, yeah, man, I'm going to start this business call. Yep, that's scary. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, like, I said, that name right there is so good. It's good for a podcast, isn't it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, so he keeps telling his name, and he keeps going. You know, I'm like, Mm-mm. That's, it, that, it won't work for your idea. But it's gonna work for mine, and so I kind of like got off the phone with him and left him alone. And then I called him back one day, and I was like, "Yo, buddy, um, yep, that's scary. I need to have that name." And he kind of <laughs> got quiet on the phone and said, "Yeah, I need that name." 
And even though he didn't get the name, and the name was like free domain for anyone to, to grab, I didn't want to be disrespectful and just grab it. <laughs> I didn't want to put it out there like, here you go, I got your name. But I, I asked him, I, you know, I was polite. I'm like, hey, hey, you came up with it and it's really catchy. I love it. You know, um, can I can I take it from you? And you don't use that name. You, can come up with <laughs> you don't get to use and it. He was like, um, no. I don't know. I, did you? Did, I'm going to use yep. Like, that scary yes instead of yep. You didn't say yes the first time. I think you got off the phone. No, no. And then I, called, no I, like, said yeah. I said yep because I was at work and I was outside uh, on a break and you're talking like, hey, I really like that name. I want to use it for a podcast. I said, yep. yeah, go ahead. I'll, I'll just use yep or something dumb like that. And uh, <laughs> it was really cool because, like, even though I knew he, he was going to say yep, and if you did it, I was going to take it anyways. Take it anyway. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just I just knew you were just like, you know what, Will, I, you know, that support and that love that was there, you was like, here, here you go. Just take it. You have my blessings. And I took it so quick, you guys. Like, literally, right after I, right after I got off the phone with him, I had the, the dot com. I had I got all the no, no, that, that's a lie. He had it ready to go. It was just like enter. Before he he waited for you. me to say, "Yeah, go you ahead." It was, it was, I, I was already. I was already. I was like, "All right, bye, click, charge it." <laughs> but yeah, that's that before question. he called you. That's a good yeah, question. Okay. I just had to ask that. This is weird. This is weird for me, guys. Uh, if you're listening at home, I'm never like I come up with questions, but like they came up with questions today and they threw me off. But uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, cool. All right, so um, bear with us. Uh-oh. There's a bear? In the woods. <laughs> There's a bear poop in the woods. That is Okay, cool. I was just getting some information. But, yeah, uh, let's let's actually turn it over to um, Gerard. Oh. All right. It's the advertisement part. Ooh. Take everyone out and drop. Fear Expo. Haunt Con and Fear Expo is back with programming to die for. For now, presenting the Ultimate Haunt Tour, featuring close look behind the scenes and walkthrough of some of the of the world's most anticipated haunts with movie quality sets, hair raising technology, superb scare actor, all element all elements coordinated. Accumulating to the best scare factor. The all new tour is premiering in Michigan, starring 12 large haunts in three days, brought to you by HauntCon, Fear Expo, and Michigan Haunt Association. And the feature haunts are The Haunt, Nightmare Realm, Jackson Underworld, Awaken Haunted Attraction, Hush Haunted Attraction, Eloise Asylum, Fright Village, Erebus Haunted Attraction, Ezra Haunted Attraction, Rotten Manor. Exit 13 Haunted House and Factory of the Dead Haunted House. Oh, that's so cool. I just want to say this. The Ultimate Haunt is really, really, really cool. Uh, There's about, what, 12? 12 haunted houses that you get to go in uh, see with three in three days. So this is really cool. It's about three hundred to four hundred dollars, not including your hotel. So, um, if you guys please go to uh, ultimate haunt, ultimate haunt tour. dot com and check it out. As ultimate haunt tour. dot com and check it out. It is really cool. And up yep, there it is. 
Um, check it out it's, and get your tickets today. See these 12 haunts. These, these haunts are amazing. Uh, you got the haunt on here. You got Factory of the Dead. And they're just really a uh, million dollar uh, set projects. And uh, we want to go out. We're, we're going to go out. I think, you know, Yep, That Scary is going to be there to attend this thing. So it's going to be really fun. And that is with, um, yeah, and that's, and that is with uh, um, the Ultimate Haunt Tour. Okay. That's great. Go ahead. Let's take that out. And I just want to say this if this is live broadcasting and this is, and we have so many moving parts here, and this is our first time actually coming together because uh, Brent was sick the first episode and I actually live broadcast and host uh, myself. And so now that we have everyone here, it's a little bit different. So if we are clicking things or some uh, mistakes are happening, it's because we have guests, we have a lot of materials um, in the wings and we're just trying to move and navigate through them because they, they, they forever change. But that's exciting. But yeah, I want to go ahead and talk about um, the, uh, what is that? Did you hear that, guys? Go ahead, I'm going to bring him in. Yeah, that little shh. Yeah, did you see that? We got some, we got some tech, we got some technical issues, but it's okay, guys. We will just so keep scary going. background noise. It. It's Can you hear? Right. Are, you here? are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, good, 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 good. All right, so, so our next segment, I want to, I want to um, bring in this crazy artist that just really helped us take light and take shape of our sh- our show, and it is my uh, my little brother. Uh, Darren Elijah. Let's bring him in, guys. Trick or treat. Trick or treat. Who's that? Yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. How are you? There you go. We're on loop. I'm a little tired, but you know we're gonna get through this. Absolutely. I know. Look, I I, I asked everybody. I'm like, who picked these times? And on a Sunday, man, I'm yeah. half asleep. I'm like, oh, well, you know, when you. I, when I, I, when I, I woke up and I immediately texted you. I said, oh, what's yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. But everyone, this is my brother, Darren Elijah, and he did something really, really cool. And I want to share with that, uh, share what what he what he's done for our podcast. And um, and yeah, and I just, you know, I love my brother. So uh, check it out, guys. But you want the whole thing? Let me see. Top five. De- uh, I don't like that. Well, I like top five dead alive. Only came to terrify. Then go back up. We could leave the bravest paralyzed. Hope you're not at home alone. Better keep the lights on. But if you love adrenaline, then welcome to the fright zone. Willie is the leader, the visionary dreamer. Gerard got the joke. Scaredy cat, cat, the screamer. It's fuck. I'm telling mama. I'm telling mama. <laughs> you cussing. So everyone, he actually did the music for Yep, that's scary. And I just want to say, Darren, you did a great job. Amazing. Fantastic. Amazing job. And I just, you know, look. So yeah. let's just yeah. listen to the music for a yeah. second. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, 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 yo,
top five, dead alive, only came to terrify, every topic scary, we can lead the bravest paralyzed, hope you're not at home alone, better keep the lights on, but if you love adrenaline, then welcome to the fright zone, Lily is the leader, the visionary dreamer, Gerard got the joke, scaredy cat cat, the screamer, you won't get this work if you're scared, go to church, this podcast is scariest, you heard it here first, ah. Beat, but that beat was crazy. So I actually got a question for because this is something I'm very curious about. I can remember what was showing me the music, I think a couple weeks, maybe a week or two before any word letter of wording or sing, rapping was over. Did you, uh, how did that creative process come about? Did you like have to hear the music first or do you think you already came up with some type of uh, lyrics for it beforehand or like, nah, how do you I, do I, even do that? I definitely needed the beat first. Like Willie has sent me the beat, and then um, I don't I don't really write I don't write until I memorize the lyrics. So I just kept playing the beat over and over while I was driving, and um, he told me everything I needed to know about y'all two, and I just kind of trimmed it down. He said Gerard was the funny one, Scary Cat Cat is a scary cat, so I, <laughs> I incorporated that, and then we was in business. Well, one of the things I want to say this is I wanted to have a a, a track that was a good hook that people get excited for when they hear it. You know what I mean? And so our producers that did the music did a great job. And then right when, when it was in my hands, I was like praying and it's like, who, what artist can I get? And then it like dawned on me. I was like, my, my bro, my bro is sick. And I was like, dude, I gotta get him. I gotta get him on this. And so, I mean, we had, we had another rapper audition. I didn't even know he was auditioning. He like put, Put, they called me one day and they put the phone down. I was looking at the ceiling. I was like cleaning the house and like, what's going on? And he started spitting and flowing on the mic. And I'm like, they didn't even know. They didn't even know. They didn't know we were auditioning him. And then I was like, you know what? I really want to put someone again. It's that tr- the person who I trust mm-hmm. that's going to rock it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's going to put the put uh, the project forward and add their their spin to it, their value to it. And so um, I'm, I'm so happy that my bro, bro. Step in and had it done like in what one day? Was it? You killed it. Like, it was like a couple days. I literally was like, "Yo," because I when I gave it to him, I'm like, "Hey, by the way, this track needs to be done by what Friday?" It was like, "Right." <laughs> I was like, "Look, we need we need to get this track done." He's like, "I got you," and he was so calm. Like he made me calm in the process, and so I would check in with him, and then he was like, "Yeah, the, the song's done. You know, it's a rap." So I'm like, "Well, let me hear it." Well, it is and when he sent me the first draft, you guys, I just, I was like, there's <laughs> nothing to change. Like, you did it. You did that. So, um, so tell everyone about your, your music background, because this wasn't, this is, this wasn't Moo Moo. 
Like this is <laughs> this wasn't my little brother at first. You know what I mean? My brother was a basketball player, killing it in the game. But like, tell us about the music career because I don't even know, bro. I, I mean, don't even know. Look, look, honestly, I was juggling both, but the music was wasn't in the forefront. It was the basketball. But um, I mean, ever since I was little, you know, my upbringing. I had, I'm the youngest in the family. Everybody playing music. Everybody singing the family. And I'm, I'm, I was the only one that couldn't sing. So I was like, man, I got I to do this rap, man. <laughs> when I say he can't sing, y'all, he could not. Him and my dad can't sing a lick. It's like, ah! Let me stop. <laughs> but yeah, like, that's that's how, I mean, me and Dave, when used to write songs growing up. Yeah. Um, my bit, the, the artist I remember um, the most was probably DMX when I was growing up. DMX and uh. Timbaland. Because my sister was playing Aaliyah, and she was with uh, Timberland, so I remember Timberland, DMX, and then um, I remember Bow Wow because Danquin used to bump him. Like I, I, I've always been around music, so I feel like that's why it was so easy for me to pick that up. Yeah, Sharman uh, uh, says, "Brilliant, so much talent." You know what? That's you're you're right. There's so much talent here, and. Um, I'm blessed. I feel very blessed to be able to reach in my resources and like, you know, put people in, in spots where they can shine in. And um, yeah, uh, we have a very, very, very. Sharing that love. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, My other question for you was like, if it wasn't for music, where would you be now? Would would you be that basketball player? (laughs) If it wasn't for music, I feel like, honestly, I'll be in probably in the same place. I mean, my music career hasn't, it's not really where I want it yet. So I feel like it hasn't made a big difference in my life right now at this moment. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll still be doing what I'm doing right now. I'll probably have a different creative outlet, but I'll probably do, I'll probably be doing uh, poetry because that's how I really started right yeah. now. Nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I remember, like, like you, like my, my brother is so, he's, he's a lyricist. He's like, he knows how to put words together and make them sound so sweet. And he is a good storyteller, and I and I think this is your lane, bro. Like I think you need to keep doing with music, even as a writer or artist. Absolutely, you know? because your lyric. I mean, you did something simple. This is simple, effortless. Our track was, but like for but for you to put things together, it totally makes sense. And I remember in church, you would um, do poetry and, and write about that. And that and that's what that's what made me like really like tap in with the music because I, I realized how powerful words are. Like I used to write poems and people would cry. People would come up to me after I performed be like, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And in my head, I'm like, really? So I'm like, what, huh? Were you going to like open mic nights and doing poetry? Like, like yeah, seeing, yeah. Wow. wow. Open mics, I did poems in church, like Willie said. Yeah. And um, I felt like poetry, I feel like music is a bigger platform than poetry. Like more people mm-hmm. would hear me if I did music, other than po- you know what I'm saying. So I feel like it 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 it, it amplify what I do, which is why you know what I'm saying. That's why that's how I really got into music. Was for poetry and stuff. Is that kind of like your first love was poetry, and you saying it evolved into music? I would say poetry is where I found my passion with words. Mm. Yeah, because when I was that's, a, that's a way to phrase it. Right, 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 right. Heck yeah. Um, That's amazing. I have a question. Uh, Because it was was crazy, y'all. Like, 
for me, it was like, my, I think my dad was like, hey, your brother got a track. I'm like, what? And he played it. And I'm like, whoa! I, I, it's, we, we, don't, we don't see the, the beginning steps. I didn't see the, my brother's beginning steps. But uh, if you had to sacrifice one skill, which would you least like to let go and why in your music? Uh, a skill in my music? Yeah, if you had to sacrifice one skill, which um, would you least like to let go and why? I probably would sacrifice... Ooh, I'll sacrifice being too, it may sound bad, being too thoughtful. Like, I feel like I overcomplicate a lot of things and I try to come off a certain way to the point where it restricts my talent. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, we all do. I complicate things. Like, when I'm making them a maze for an attraction and I want something to happen, it's I, comp- I overcomplicate it, you know, right. and then you I strip it away in order to see how it will work. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I get that. I think right. we're just complicated in race. A few because like ago. I told you, when I was making the, the theme song for your podcast, mm-hmm. I was overcomplicating it. And Ari told me, she was like, babe, it's not a song on your album. It's a podcast. Like, like make it simple. As soon as she said that, boom, I knocked it out. Right. You kind of like you're your own worst enemy. You're overthinking and over your worst critic. Yeah. yeah. Like that. <laughs> so, uh, bro, bro, listen, listen, you know, I want to throw this in here because I know everyone's going to say it, but I want to say it first. What is your favorite horror movie? Go. The Conjuring, sec- the second Conjuring. Uh, so good. The second Ooh. Conjuring. Now, why is that? I feel like James Wan was just. <sighs> It's something, it's something, I feel like Insidious was him, like, realizing what he could do, and then when, right. he, when he finally got to Conjuring, the second one, it was like, boom, like, I feel like that's his best movie, for real. Like, it wasn't even the jump scares, it was like the whole setup. Like, it was, it, it'd give you, like, goosebumps without the loud boom, like the boo. Yeah. Like, the whole sequence would make you, like, oh, like, you know what I'm saying? Did you know they're coming out with a new Conjuring? They are. Fourth one? There's four? Yeah. No, there's three. The third one already came out. The yeah. devil made oh, me do it. Oh, that's right. I didn't the like that one. Do it. Yeah, there's a fourth one coming out. When? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know yet. Just, it hasn't started production it. yet. Yeah. What? I'm trying to tell you, we're, look, yep, that's scary. We're trying to stay on everything. Uh-huh. It's crazy. We're trying to make sure we got the right information. But yeah, Conjuring is coming out. They're, they're doing another one. Wait for them. I'm trying to see some Okay, out. so, so uh, we're, go ahead. So I I hear you. I, you said you got a background poetry. And I love the idea that you have that background poetry because that really speaks stuff. And um, and what way do you want to aim to maybe make a difference in music? Do you want to plan to make it more poetic with your rapping and stuff? Like, is there any direction with that? Um, I thought about that, but I'm gonna have to find like a producer who who I mesh well with, so we can mm-hmm. right. play because it's. I mean, it's kind of. It's kind of hard to translate poetry to to rap to a certain extent. And the way I'm thinking it, I'm gonna need like a producer who can make the right instruments, you know, go well with my writing. But as far as making a difference in music, I feel like I'm gonna just be authentic. I'm gonna bring authenticity to the game because I feel like a lot of artists be rapping about stuff they don't do or they're trying mm-hmm. to do a certain way. I'm gonna just be me. Like if you listen to a song, that's how I felt when I wrote it. That's exactly how I felt. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree with that. You know, 
it's, I think a lot of, uh, at least what I've seen, I've seen a lot of those rappers there, and they're getting caught, like, they get these stacks of money. It's all fake money. I'm like, yeah, oh, wow. Prop money. Yeah. Prop money. Like, wow. Prop money. Come on, man. Be real. Be, be you. You know, be, be genuine. I mean, I'll take some of that prop money. I'll figure out how to use it. <laughs> Post it on Facebook. <laughs> I said, now I was going to see how much. Now nah, that's terrible. That's illegal. I ain't going to do that. But uh, <laughs> see what you can get, I don't know how realistic it would be, but it looks good on camera at least. Yeah, on camera. They make it look good. You don't get caught up. Now, how would you describe your style? You know, of music. Yeah. Um. Dang. Don't laugh at me, Willie. No, I just noticed I was muted. It's okay. Go ahead. No, oh, you was talking that whole time? I, saw yeah, I was like talking and no one was listening to me. And I was like, sounds like another day. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like another day here. That's a normal day. That's, yeah, that's scary. Very good. Wait, what were you saying? What were you saying? Your style of music. Oh, Will, what were you saying? Oh, um, the question? Oh, one second. So my question was, in what way do you aim to make a difference in your music? He, he asked that. He just asked that. Who asked that? Me. See, I wasn't even like my body was turned down. Like, hello, was I even here? Is today Tuesday? No. Nope. Everybody, everybody was mute. Everyone's muted. That was like me yesterday in the woods. Y'all trying to get a hold of me. I'm in the woods. I'm so just sorry. Lost. Okay, so yeah. where's your where's your career heading now, and what's the vision? The vision is to get paid off of this so I can quit my second job. I'm Woo! You hear that, guys? We gotta get to work. My vision is to for my music to sustain my lifestyle, and and that's that. Beautiful. Good. Did you know that? Did you know that your track? Um, because we what we did is we took the track and we just put it out on our podcast. That track is the highest downloaded track in our podcast show so far. Really? Everyone loves the theme song. Amazing. Everyone, Everyone loves it. the theme song. That's crazy. That's so I, I, I wanted to, I wanted to tell you that. And also I want to say that um we are like we were like 153 trending trending nice. on news and entertainment, and we had not one episode out. Okay, it was yeah. only the commercials and the trail and, and the theme song that was doing the work. So I'm really excited by that. It just it it shows that you know we have some good people. Helping us out. By, by okay, so, I'm about to be number one. You Absolutely. know it. You Absolutely. know it. We're trying to be most indifferently. <laughs> okay, and then, <laughs> no um, um, sorry about that. Uh, so, if you could perform anywhere in the world, where would you like to perform at, and why? Um, this may sound random. I want to perform in Egypt. What? Yeah. Hell yeah! In front of the pyramid, that'd be crazy. That's oh, dope. that would be dope. That would be, really be dope. You want to do it in Egypt with some sand blowing in your face? <laughs> okay. With hey. the camels. Okay. Hey, that's the vision right there. All right, let's get them there. All right. Willie. What's your favorite? Well, okay. Um, I'm going to ask you this. Have you uh -oh. ever had an unexplainable experience with the supernatural? Oh, shit. Yes. Go. And, it and it happened when I was writing music. Really? This was back in California. Um, 
I was on a computer downstairs and I'm listening to beats, typing in my lyrics on a little notepad uh, app on the, on the computer. And out the side of my eye, I seen a flash of a white figure. Like it was a silhouette, but it was all white and it flashed. I immediately stopped and ran to my room and I was scared for the rest of the night. But th- that was crazy though. No, <laughs> it no, was no. Crazy. It flashed right here. We have have scary moments, right? And let's let's be honest, you get scared, right? This when I was younger, though, man. No, 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 no. We talk about younger. You get scared. You still get scared. Not no more. Okay, so what was your best memory of Halloween? One of your haunts. Yeah, boy. Wait, wait. I got got to take a half a step back with this. Why does everybody think you see a ghost in one room? Oh, goodness gracious. And you run to your bedroom thinking, hey, yeah, this is a ghost free, man. They're ghosts. They're in the household. They're going to go through walls. They're going to go through the walls. You You can't run them from no ghosts. I'm protected for this drywall. I don't. don't, That's just just human instinct. You know what I'm saying? Fight or flight. You can't fight a ghost, but you go you go run on. Them. You, no, no, no. you got to put them up and get ready to box that ghost. I've seen Scooby Doo. All right, you get some sand. <laughs> That's All not right. gonna do nothing. Punching air. That's right. <laughs> I got to get a try, just try to box the ghost. Why not? You never know if the ghost is an old box or something. Right. Well, I just want to say this. Look, you have done some amazing things, and like, um. You know, I think when you mentioned going to the haunted house, I remember you you looked at me and you said, Willie, I'm so proud of you. I think it was, uh, you remember that conversation? We had, the lake, the lake okay, yeah, toxic terrors. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why did you say that? You were just like, Because, man, you came a long way from the garages, sitting up <coughs> in the garages, man. You yeah, it's been a minute. Backyards. Yeah, yeah. And so when he said, when he said that, I literally looked at my little bro and I said, thank you. Like, it was just like, he really had a moment where he was like, look, man, I'm, I'm proud of you. Like, you did something there. And I'm like, you know, when you're in it and you're just going day by day, you don't really see. And I just wanted to, um, that was, so that was one of your, your moments was. Uh, I remember I remember the, the garages. Then you had that building. You had that yeah. building in the shopping center. Yeah. Target. And what was the name of that one? That was Bind Terrors. And what was the garage? The garage oh. was Hall of Terrors. Yeah, and then the, I know. never. And then, the, then the city was Toxic Terrors. So, <laughs> so I was I was keeping it all the same. Okay. All the same. So yeah, that was your signature uh, on it. That was your signature. Yeah, that was mm-hmm. my signature, really. And and what what we did is we had a different style. So in that haunted house, we would have a movie or short. That was will be played with that yeah. movie. So we spent the time to go into production and shoot a, a full-on short movie. So, um, but yeah, but that was the best time you had for Halloween. All right. Yeah. My favorite a moment with you during Halloween was when I did your makeup. It was one one uh, Halloween. You wanted to be like an old man or something like that, or I wanted like a bloody man who was in the kitchen. And I did your makeup at in Temecula. I remember that. Yes. You have a picture I, of I was trying to find a picture to put up. Mm-hmm. But that was one of my best memories for you because oh. he allowed me to put makeup on him, y'all. No, it wasn't. No, <laughs> and I made him look so, it, it was so cool. I made him look dope. And it was oh. when I was exploring makeup and just how to do effects makeup. And yeah, he sat here too? and he allowed me to do it. I felt you, like, you, 
Yep. He was a guinea pig. That's scary because I've yeah. done it. Like you gotta get that. You gotta get that out yeah. right there. Like that's scary. Yeah. And he sat there. And he he was he was patient with me, and we totally we totally made that work. So yeah, and that was that was a that was a cool moment we had. So yeah, you, know, you did Dankwas makeup too. Right? I did Dankwas too. Hers didn't turn out the was way. <laughs> was the cat? I thought it was going. That's a triangle. I was going to say a clown. <laughs> was it cat? I think she was a cat. Or was it? I don't even know. I can't. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was a cat. Why would she be a cat for Halloween? I don't know. I yeah, thought we would do better than that. that. But anyways, I just want to say thank you, bro, bro, for the time that we have. I just want to say you are awesome. You guys catch his music. He's on Spotify. He's on iTunes. And um, check him out. And and, and check him out. Is it? Uh, you can follow follow him at Darren Elijah. No, um, hold on, Darren what? underscore Elijah. What happened? There's oh, an underscore that, in between my my name. It's Darren underscore Elijah. You know what? That was that was someone else's fault. I think someone <laughs> was paying attention to it. But if you look at it, it's Darren Elijah. <laughs> Check him out, guys, on all the social media and follow him. You know, because he that's my bro, and, and we want to show him some love. He did a great job for us by making that track. And I just want to say a big thank, thank you, you to thank you, you, thank uh, you for doing thank that. You. And I, I love you, bro. And it's good to have love you. Too. Thanks for stopping in. Thank Thanks for having me. All right. Thank God he has a good, easy, good name to get to because I, I don't know how many individuals. My name is a triple X sniper score 6912 or whatever. Like, nice. Here's the link. I'm done. Go. It's funny because everyone in my family's name starts with a D, but mine is like Willie. I was like the, the odd child, but uh, you know, I, I'm just, you know, look, no matter how much we fight as a family and whatnot we come together like two butt cheeks and we make it work and uh Always. he he just you know he totally <laughs> did that and, and stepped into his talent and i just i love him for it so thank you bro bro eight night from across the country or reconnecting with friends you haven't been able to see for a minute your favorite hbo shows and movies in perfect sync with your favorite people All right, so I want to say this because I didn't get a chance to acknowledge this, but um, our 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 production team, uh, Brent did a, such a great job, and our and WM Digital Marketing did such a great job on our overlays that I just want to give some props out to them for doing that. Um, we look so good. This is our Halloween look. Um, I don't know if if I said that on the top of the show or not, but this is our Halloween look, and um, and it's and they did such a good job. So uh, shout outs to Brent who's sitting right over here. And then also to WM Digital Marketing for all that great um, that great graphics. So, all right, moving on. I just want to say, um, excuse me, we're, we're bouncing all over this place here. What's... All right, take it away, cat. I'm out of here. All right, guys. So now we have Netflix reality. All right, guys. Are you ready for this Netflix reality competition with the largest cast in reality TV history? 456 real players will enter the game in a pursuit of a life-changing cash prize of $4.56 million. 
Do you have what it takes to win Squid Game? For this round, the front man is in search of English language speaking speakers from any part of the world. The stakes are high, but in this game, the worst, worst fate is going home empty-handed. Go to www.squidgamecasting.com. Sin Life Entertainment, a division of Spotlight Cinema Networks, announced today that it will release, we release John Carpenter's 1978 classic film Halloween and its sequels. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers, 1988. The Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers, 1989. For the second year in a row, the legendary series will be back in theaters and drive-ins beginning this month. Also, Halloween Horror Nights mobile game, now available on Universal Orlando Resort app. Guests can play and scream their way around Universal Studios Florida with this year's Halloween Horror Nights mobile game, now available on Universal Orlando Resort app. The game available nightly during Halloween Horror Nights has a new, I'm sorry, a new offering this year. Universal Monsters Curse Alliance, inspired by this year's haunt, Legends Collide. And that's all we have for now. Horror news in a minute. Take, Take it, it or, or skip it, it, stream it or miss it. it. Hello there. Our first one on Take It or Skip It is Smile. It's actually out now. Oh, God. That <laughs> I didn't get that. That's actually scared me for a minute. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Carter starts a fright, starts experiencing frightful occurrence that she can't explain. Patients dying left and right all with a smile on their face. This fight, frightful film will bring a new meaning to say cheese. <laughs> Let's check it out. For me, it's smiling at me. No! Oh, my God! No! Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. Cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. You? Get away from me! How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today is my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. How does that make you feel? I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. 
I <laughs> that wow. looks great. I'm, Did you I'm, see when her head like eh, that's crazy? So here's this is the question. Cat, yeah. is this is a ticket or skip it for you? Uh ticket, I saw it. Oh, bless me. No spoiler alerts. No spoiler alerts, but it was horrifying. Paramount did an amazing job on this one, and it petrified me from beginning to end. Usually movies start off and take a long time to start. The storyline was amazing, and it was nonstop scary thriller horror. It was amazing. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear that because it looks fantastic. Well, what about you? Is this going to be a ticket or skip it? This will be a, you know, I was kind of not confused. I, I was on the border of this uh, looking at the trailer, but seeing the ending again, I, I just, that excites me. So it's a take for me, man. You know, I'm going to watch this one. What about you? Yeah. Oh, this has got to be a ticket for me, especially after uh, Kat mentioned earlier that she enjoyed it and it's fantastic. It's something original, something new. So I'm looking very forward to it. I want to know why, what's going on. Because it's that mystery. It's that, what is making story. this happen? And it's exciting. So I'm looking forward. This is 100% a ticket for me. I'm going to the movie theater and we smile my whole way through it. Oh, that's horrifying. Why? You don't like to smile? No. It's great. We all smile in here. We might even. <laughs> Our next movie is Pray for Devil. Pray for Devil is a new horror movie coming out October 28th, starring Jack Juan Byers. Playing a nun who has a past with some devilish issues. But you can't run or hide when, when the prey of the devil. It looks like it's open season on you. Let's see if you can make it out alive. Pray for devil. Annie. Annie, honey, can I come in? But even as a child, I knew it was... Annie, open the door, please. More. Let me in, Annie! Let me in! Annie! My mother talked about hearing that voice inside. Let me in, She said the voice didn't really want her. It wanted me. The citadel has fallen. Black smoke blots out the sun. Because as some of you may already know, we have a female student in the class. Only as an observer. So, let's descend into the mouth of hell, shall we? There are more possessions reported today than at any other time in history. So we must fight for every soul. Defend us in battle against the spirits of wickedness. The demon that is tormenting Natalie and the demon that possessed my mother are one and the same. I'd like to teach Sister Anne just enough to protect herself and others. This relationship she had, it's personal. We've been waiting for you. Your mother has a pretty voice. Once you know the devil, 
The devil knows you. Okay, that looks exciting and frightful. I'm actually very excited to see this. But but here's the question. Kitty Cat, is this a ticket or is it going to be a skip it? Oh, that's definitely a ticket for me. I didn't even see that trailer before just now. And that looks really, really good. Very terrifying. You know, we haven't had anything really with the devil like that since The Exorcist. So that looks exciting to see. Absolutely. Ticket. This one will be a ticket for me too. I will have to co-sign with with Cat on this one. This is look everything that has to do with God and the devil. I look. I, I go to church, so I grew up in the church. So I'm like, it's taboo for me, right? So right. I'm interested in kind of checking it out. So this will be a ticket for me. I I think anyone that has a demon child in their belly is a is Stop a see. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you do, right? You know what this I, I just got from this trailer, and I got seen this trailer twice or three times now. It almost looks like like a secret organization, the Vatican fighting possessions. And that just seems yeah. like such a neat concept, and I'm super excited for it. Originally I thought it was pray for the devil, but it's pray for the devil, like pray like animal. So I'm excited. It seems yeah. uh, it's a ticket. I don't know what else to say about it. The Absolutely. next move, the next one up, it's a doozy. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, an independent movie coming soon. When's the last time you went to Hunter Acre Woods, knocked on the door to see our old pal Pooh, or bounce of old Tigger? Well, it might be a little too late to run with Piglet. This time, hide and seek some keeps. Taking our lo- our beloved family bedtime story and turning sweet dreams into nightmare. This time, tuck your kids in tight and pray for a quiet night. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Let's check it out. You know, you're the first person I've ever shown this place to. Why am I so special? Because soon, we'll be Christopher and Mary Robin. You should be close now. We're not going to find them. We will. Pooh, Piglet, Eeyore. We were friends for many years, and they're out there. Christopher, we need to leave. Now. I really need to find out what's happening here, okay? Cold. And did you say how to pull? We need to go. There's. The flower is dead. There's someone else outside. What was that? Please, to be friends, why are you doing this, please? I would have never left that swear, I swear.
This is looking good. Oh, it looks so much fun. Ah, okay. I got to know. Is this going to be a ticket or skip for you, kitty cat? What do you guys think? <laughs> it's such a curveball. It's so exciting. I saw the name. I saw the name and I'm like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But, but some of those things look pretty good. But I hate watching a trailer and then find out that those scenes are what the best scenes of all. So I don't know yet. I'm on the fence. I'm on, on the, the fence. fence right now. Yeah. What about you? I bet you're in a. Bet you're on a chair. Look, um, <laughs> I don't. Well, look, this 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 caught everyone's attention, right? When they first mm -hmm. put it out on the internet, everyone went crazy, and I think they went crazy because when you take anything that is a a a, a a Disney. child icon, uh -huh. you know, from way back when being so innocent and nice and, you know, friendly, um, like poo, like Winnie the Pooh, and you turn them bad. It's really taboo for us, right? And so I think the internet went wild with it because Pooh is, is actually vicious and there's a, and uh -huh. he has a backstory with it other than, you know, with it other than, you know, his friend Piglet and Honey and all that stuff. So I think this was very interesting for everyone. I want to take it this because this is something that I want to see um, 100% because it's a new character and we know the people yeah. who made the mask. So I want to see this because it's, because they literally took a, a, a story and twisted it upside down. Also, it's good to see uh, Christopher grown with a girlfriend. I, I was so excited to see him. And you know, when he goes into the woods and they bump uglies, they're going to be the first to die. So, can't have sex in the movies. He was right. trying to, he was trying to have, he was trying to uh, bone, but he got deboned. Right. Wow. So I'm really, I'm really, I'm really excited to see the show. So yeah, it's a ticket for me. Absolutely. Look, Y'all got to get more excited for this. This is so cool. Like, I, I, maybe it's just me because I'm the idiot who had like, I was a I was a kid one year who literally dressed up as Killer Elmo for Halloween. Like I did the whole thing, Killer oh, Elmo wow. one year for Halloween. I love the idea of taking some of the childhood, some of the funny, and twisting it and make it dark. And you know, it's an independent film, which I love. This I think every, anybody trying to trying to struggle and scratch it together and make something happen. Is inspiring, right. so it's exciting. Not to mention, they're they're sticking it to Disney, which I'm always for. Nah, not really, but yeah, you know, it's it's exciting to see this. I can't wait to see this. I think this is going to be a good laugh, a good enjoyment, and a it's going to be a good time. It's a hundred percent ticket. I can't wait. I'm excited. All right, guys, looking to be a part of a community while getting. Dished Halloween horror and haunt industry happenings. Well, you're in luck. Word on the street is that, yep, that scaries now has Patreon, accepting like-minded individuals to engage, participate, and have a little fun within our new horror family. Get exclusive content, merch, and messages from the cast. Be invited to some of the exclusive members only events and notable horror events. Sign up and become a Patreon member today. Yes, be a Patreon member. Support the show because we need as much love as possible. And uh, and we are wanting to grow this thing. And we have so many great ideas um, that we're going to share with you guys. 
Um, but I want to say this before. Um, I want to say this. Uh, we had an individual named Andrew Jones on the show, and he did our commercial, but he couldn't make it. And um, and so uh, I want to play his video, but he did the voiceover for all of our commercials. And one of the things is he's a part of he's uh, was part of our team, uh, Scream Team back in the past, and now uh, he has you know reinvented himself to do voiceover acting. And so I came to him just like I came to my brother and said, Hey, you know, you want to do a track? I went to him and said, Hey, you want to do a, a commercial for Yep, That Scary New Podcast? And he said, yes. And his stuff is really good. And I just want to play his video. Here is Andrew Jones and doing his commercial. Here we go. Let's get some recording in for Yep, That's Scary podcast. All right, here we go. Looking to be part of a community while getting dished Halloween, horror, and hot industry happenings? Well, you're in luck. Yep, That's Scary now has a Patreon, accepting like-minded individuals to engage, participate, and have a little fun within our new horror family. Get exclusive content, merch, and messages from the cast. Be invited to some exclusive members-only events and notable horror events. Sign up and become a Patreon today. <laughs> All right, here we go, round two. Did you like what you just observed? You want more? Well, get more by becoming a Patreon member of Yep. <laughs> I guess I should read it first, huh? <laughs> Did you like what you just observed? You want more? We'll get more by becoming a Patreon. Alright, let's get it. Here we go. Not your typical Halloween horror podcast. Unapologetic and in-your-face deranged host, Willie May, giving you the word in the streets of the news, Insider 411, and happenings on Halloween Haunt and Haunted House Culture and Industry Insight with this team of misfits. Join Willie, Scaredy Cat Cat, Jared, Kurt Lo No audio. No, muted. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties there. But that was Drew, and he... um. Oh, my God. I mean, well, that's Drew. That's Drew, yes. I just realized that when you said it. He was supposed to surprise you today. Oh, my gosh. Yes, wow. he was supposed to surprise you today. That's amazing. So I was looking at your reactions. Yeah. But, like, yes, that's Drew. Drew uh, was part of our team. Yep. Uh, back in the day, and he was such a great scare actor. Oh, he just was a amazing. great scare actor. I remember when he came and auditioned. He traveled about what two to three hours just to come and work for us on a bus, and was like, "I'm here." And he killed. He, he killed came it. in, drunk Never some water, and just killed the audition. Yeah. Everything I threw at him, he like was top notch. To the point where when he walked out the room of auditions. Everyone was clapping and cheering for him because they knew he yeah. was a sure in. Right. And um and 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 uh uh I just you know look he moved away from us um because of personal right. reason and I told him I said keep your head in the game, keep doing what you're doing, it's a love, it's a passion, do you be your authentic self. And I gave him some words of wisdom as he went to his next, you know, um when he moved to Arizona. 
um, where he resides now. But to see him grow and to go, get back in, because he you know took a detour and went into medical field, but to see him grow to be to do voiceover work, I'm so proud of him and Absolutely. proud of what he's done. And and I remember he like sent me a uh, dropped me a line. It was like, hey, Will, I'm doing movies now. I'm I'm doing voiceover work. Wow. Now I just want to let you know and sent me his resume. And I was like, oh, and I you know I watched his portfolio and I was so proud of him. And he was like, yeah, could you give this to Blum? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'll pass it on to Jason. But like, um, but yeah, so I reached out to him. I said, look, man, we got a new podcast and we have very little money, but can you do this? He was like, anything for you, you know? Oh, and so he jumped in so awesome. and brought so much value. I mean, you guys, when you guys listen to our podcast, before you, before you listen to our podcast, that's Drew talking about our Patreon and at the end of our podcast. Um, also, there's another uh, commercial that we, uh, we've done with him and, um, and that he has. Uh, by himself, but he, I mean, killer. And again, he knocked that out really quick for me, turned the work back in. And again, it's just, it goes to show that you have to have good people in your, in your, you know, in your surroundings and you guys love each other and you support each other. And so uh, I thank you, Drew. Uh, Sorry you had to miss the show, but thank you so much, Drew, uh, for giving your all and giving your true value. uh, I have a picture, uh, I have a picture of him. What was I that? Picture, I have a picture of him all dressed up when we were in San Diego. Remember? Yes. I have that picture. I'll have to send it to you. We were scaring at a, a haunt uh, mm-hmm. that rented us, rent us out for the night because mm-hmm. they were low, uh, low uh, yeah. actors. Low actors. No, low, they had. Mm-hmm. They were packed. They had oh, yeah. great ticket sales. It was just uh, the actors weren't really there, and so we came in and we killed that haunted house. We were in the line queue. We destroyed the sets. We were like, oops, sorry. When we when the show was done, we were sitting there and Drew was with James, your son. And we were like at the end, we we're just in costume. We we're all hot, sweaty. And one of the sets just went and swung and fell. And I just oh looked and said, Well, you have a good night. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> Bye. Give us a check. You have a good night. And I felt bad because we destroyed there. And we weren't like, trust me, we weren't the irresponsible actors that like jump on no, things and, no. and break it. No, we really worked um a group like I would say like over a thousand people they had a night. They probably had like three thousand, five thousand that night. And we entertained them uh with our right. whole with our cast and our characters. And um Andrew was there and he killed it. In fact he actually got in a fight with one of the guests and uh I'm gonna br- let him bring that that story to uh yeah, your actor diaries. And us that um, know Drew he is yes. a big dude. That's a, a well, big, he's a big dude, but we don't fight people. He doesn't do that. Know? No, we no, don't do that. But nice it was demeanor. Yeah. But to to him, it was a life or death situation that yeah. he felt like he had to put hands on. So, uh, we would talk about that with Drew, uh, soon. But um, yeah, that was, it was yeah. I wanted That's him to so surprise nice. you. That's but yeah, nice. he did. He did our commercials. I know you listened to the commercials. You did not know that that was. Drew. I had no idea that was him. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, he killed it. So, yeah, he did. Um, thank he you, did. Drew. Thank you for all your hard work. Love you, bro. Thank you. Uh, I want to talk about this real quick. Uh, let's throw in this guy here. Our watch parties. Look, we're doing something cool here where we want to find ways to engage with our with our with our community, our horror community. And so we're doing these watch parties. This is our premiere watch party. We, Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday, we had the monsters. Brent and I was on that one, and we didn't know what we were going to be uh, in store for, and people showed up. Nice cat. 
Gerard, say, people showed up to watch say. Monsters with us. I was like, okay. I was like, this, this is interesting. And we gave them a good show. We just hung out. It was like no, no like high expectations. It's just really cool. And um, we had a good time. Ren and I had a good time. We were laughing. And then uh, uh, Friday, we did Hocus Pocus 2. Let me tell you that we created the drinks, y'all. We had the Hocus Pocus drinks. We played. Uh, we had a lot of people show up for that one. Um, and then we had uh, we had uh, Steven interview played. It was pre-recorded. Oh, nice. After. And let me tell you guys, if you guys get a chance to go to Yep, That's Scary podcast and listen to that interview or watch it on YouTube, it's really cool. It's we, you know, we got Steven Car- uh, Cardona, who is a cast member of Hocus Pocus Two. He is also a dance captain uh, for the uh, dance number, and uh, he totally walked us through his process of meeting the Sanderson sisters, being oh, wow. on the set, like just at, like how he auditioned, you know, during COVID because it was after COVID when he got the call for the audition, and he auditioned. So it was like it was when the world was kind of different, but everyone everyone was still coming out. You know, and um, and so you know, it it was it was awesome, and it's awesome to have good people doing good, great things. And so, uh, he did, you know, he did an awesome interview. So check it out, guys. Um, but watch party Thursday, October twenty seventh. We have um, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Uh, also on June tenth, please. I mean, not June tenth. Excuse me, guys. October tenth. We have. Grim Cuddy is October 10th, and then 14th is Halloween Ends. So please check out on our website. Go to www.yupthatscary.com and get all the information. We just want to hang out with you guys and just do something as a community and have fun with you guys. So again, go to yupthatscary.com and get all that information. If it's not updated, shame on you, Willie. Update the website so that they can get the information so that they can be on, okay? What do you guys think? I thought you were talking about June. Like, man, that's... Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I got all my dates wrong. But, yeah, it's October. Oh, as yeah, long as it ain't absolutely. June, that's too far out to plan, man. And I want to say this. Uh, every Thursday night, you guys are actually going to be presenting um, a film of yourself. So, like, one night it was going to be me. One night, Gerard, Kat, Brent. But, like, you guys have to present your movies. What do you guys got? Like, I have... I think I have mine picked out, ready to go. Do you guys have your your movies picked out for Thursday? I have I have the movie. I just don't know which one I want to watch. Okay, if that makes sense. No. Yes, it does. It's okay. the Alien versus Predator movie. Oh, like, like, okay, that's a whole. And I love those movies. I think they're fantastic. Or it might be an Alien. I haven't seen Alien. It's in that genre. It's AVP or Alien or Predator. I love those movies. They're my guilty pleasure. They're fantastic. Anybody who thinks, except for uh, except for that one Predators movie, well, we don't talk about that one. But they're all they're fantastic. I love them. I can't wait to watch them with y'all. I think it's gonna be a good night. I just got to pick which one. There's just so many of them. Cat, do you have yours? Mm-mm, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. No. Brent, do you have yours? Brent says yes. He has his ready. What is I his? think I have my ready. I, you know, I'm I'm I think I think this is something I'm gonna throw out there just to kind of throw people off there. Socks when and if anyone shows up with me, hey, is know. it rubber? Huh? Is it rubber? What did you say? Rubber. <laughs> what that, what that she right. knows the movie. Uh, you are, we are live. I cannot. I, I, my mama's watching this. 
show. No, so I don't even no. know what you talk about rubber. Ru- rubber is the animated tire wow, that goes around killing people. Really? <laughs> Let me put two headphones in. So what yeah, did you say? Do that. Rubber. It's about the, the tire that gets haunted and kills people. It's a tire. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. Get your mind out of the gutter, Willie. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Brent's over here saying things, y'all. <laughs> Brent, get your Bible out. We did He's Bible. saying yeah, things. And I'm right. like, what? You can't say that. Not a lie. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, so you guys, please come to our watch parties. It's going to be so much fun. We'll be giving out gifts and, and awards and like contests. I think we had uh, we did a, a game with uh, with Stephen Cardona, and we're what we're doing is whoever watched that watch party with us on Hocus Pocus and also followed us on Cener, which is our uh, watch party site, Cener.com forward slash yep, that's scary. Um, you actually are in a contest to win a prize. So please, you guys, go to cedar.com forward slash, yep, that's scary, and follow us and get all of our um, calendars for our watch parties and tune in and have fun with us because, you know, pop some popcorn and just chill out. Um, We can watch anything on Netflix, Hulu, you name it, we got it, okay? So we're going to have a good time, and we just want to engage with you guys and just talk. All right. What did you say, Kat? Click, like, and share. Yes, click, like, and share. Please do that. All right. So um, one of the things I want to talk about also is um, moving down. Actually, no, that's not it. Mm-mm. Nope. So, hey, guys. And now we have, here is Bargain Bethany giving you a simple trick to have a treat at your next Halloween party. Here she is. family so you guys asked for Halloween DIYs and that's what I'm bringing to you today. Dollar Tree is getting in a bunch of Halloween decor right now and though it looks like fall behind me it's actually 91 degrees outside so let me know the weather near you. Is it feeling like fall at all? Anyways let's begin the video. The next time you're in Dollar Tree pick up one of their mop heads. They carry them on their own or you can buy the one that has a handle attached to it. This part is optional, but hear me out, it looks way better if you untwist the fabric that's twisted on the mop, creating thinner pieces. You want your mop to be stiff, so use a Max Hold hairspray and spray one side. Once it's dry, flip the mop over and spray the other side. I used Suave Max Hold hairspray. I then spray painted my mop using a brown spray paint. You can use acrylic paint if you like, it's just more time consuming, and I also like that the spray paint helps stiffen the mop even more. Once the spray paint has dried I brought the mop inside and used a light brown paint to create some highlights. We're trying to make the mop look like a straw broom. I then glued some rope on top of the mop to make it look more aged. Now this is how you're going to get your broom to move. Go to 5 Below and pick up a remote control car for $5. You'll need to use something flat like a square block to attach the mop and the car together. Flip your mop over to reveal the plastic piece that is underneath the mop and then use a heavy duty glue like E6000 to attach the wood block to the mop and to the car. I also use some hot glue because it just dries more quickly and makes things go a little bit faster. You can use the mop handle that comes with the mop 
if you like, but I decided to use a wooden dowel that I got for around $1.50 from Walmart just because it's very lightweight. I also painted this dowel a brown color and then glued some rope to the top of it to give it a more antique reason look. you have to stiffen up the mop is so that the fabric doesn't keep getting stuck underneath the car wheels it just kind of floats with the car this is an original idea that i had to think real hard on how to make it work it does work it costs me ten dollars to make when it retails for eighty dollars on amazon and make sure you follow me on tiktok because i plan on doing something similar using a roomba Wow, thank you so much. Bargain Bethany coming through. I just want to say our DIY segments is going to be cool because we're really going to embrace the creatives that comes up with some unique things that they can tell a friend or tell, you know, um, the haunt community or horror community how to do it. And so we have some amazing people lined up uh, and Bargain Bethany is one of them. And so that was really cool with the broom. Um, that was really chill. What do you guys think? That looks pretty cool. Yeah, and it's cheap too. You go about that. Yeah, it's cheap. You go to the and get you something done, you know, real nicely. So I like that. That's pretty cool. Right. Oh, so yeah. I want to say this is well, let's talk about this thing. So listen, for our, look, for our haunted house review, we're going to be doing reviews. We're going to be going to haunted houses, and we're going to be talking about our experience at these haunted houses, really to give some insight to the Halloween and, and, and the horror and haunted house fanatics out there to go and attend. Um, we tried to attempt this last week, you guys, right? Um, and we had some fails. I think we all had fails, right? Yep. And we talked to me. So, oh, God. <laughs> I would, look, we, we had to, we had everyone who's watching and everyone who's listening, we had to restart uh, a whole other week just to kind of scratch that bad experience out of our, etch it out of our minds so that we could start fresh because it's 2022 and we want to get scared and we want to have a good time. So, but we want to talk about what we experienced and how we could do it better. So that uh, we could give you guys the inside scoop of this haunted attraction. So, cat, please take it away, because you were the first one to go to this to a, an attraction, right? Yeah. So I, you know, as you know, I love to go as soon as they open, early September. So yep. I, I start hitting them all. Um, so I've gone to two. I won't mention the names. Um, first one was a haunted attraction that had a ton of mazes. And I usually like to go on a Thursday or Sunday because then you can get through everything. Um, that one was good. There were some fails, a major fails, um, but the, the mazes were amazing. The ones that I went were able to get through, I went to about four or five of them. Amazing. Um, then I went to another one uh, that's kind of new, um, two or three years old now. Um the haunt itself, they expanded it. Amazing, long, really good, jump scares, everything. The fail was the line. Okay, okay. so this this, this attraction, attraction have long lines. 
No, not long lines. The scare actors were out of character. I don't like that. Oh. Oh. I do not like someone to ask them a question and they come out of character to answer it. No, that's not what you're there for. And, and let me just say this. This is a, a high like quality attraction you went to. We're not yeah. going to name any names because we're no. going to go back, but Right. This was a really like you're paying a good yeah, dollar. Don't for, do that. For, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure who taught them, but don't do that. It it, it makes me not want to go into the maze. Do you if think you they have a, like too many newbies like out yeah. here walking Absolutely. around? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I can see their what they're trying to do with like the running and scaring people in the line, stuff like that, but do not break character. It ruins it. For me, it does. Wow. It ruins it and it makes me think, how's the haunt gonna be? You know, and that's the number one no-no for any yeah. character that is outside roaming in the line queues. You don't want to break character. You want to stay no. in character full, even even during crazy time. Like if there's an incident that happened, you want to stay in it. You want to you know, you know you want to observe it and, and acknowledge it, but yet you want to stay in that character. What would you say, Gerard? That's why there's operators and security. They're the right. ones who go over there Absolutely. and be people. They don't break the facade. Nobody yeah. wants to see Romeo. Uh, on a play, Romeo Juliet going, hey, uh, there's a spill here, sir. <laughs> Why did you do that? Yeah, you got a popcorn spill here. Pick it up. Yeah. 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 Don't do it. There's people for that. There's procedures for that. Come on. Mm -hmm. Get it together. And not only that, but we, we kind of mentioned this. Go ahead, Kat. No, so the other fail was the not-so-large one, the smaller one. Um, the, the masks were good, but the neck wasn't done. And it Ooh. blew it for me. That was the first thing I noticed. I noticed it, and it bothered me so bad. So I didn't like it. Nope. Um, you know, it's, it's so funny that you said that because we have standards, and I think I touched, and we live by it because we want to make sure that our haunt and our attraction live by this, these standards, right? And hearing this from you going to this big event, um, it kind of just, I think you said it in a comment to me, you said they're, they're just, they're, they're letting go. Like, they're just like getting lazy with it. You know what I mean? Right. And, they're not, no, and, it, and the creative yeah. team has to challenge each other every year. Okay. A creative team has to challenge the status quo, no matter how high you, you can be the, the, the biggest bad heart in, in the world. Right. But you still got to challenge that status quo. And that okay. keeps everyone on their, you know, P's and Q's. I think when you get lazy with it and just, you know, rely on your laurels, I, th I think that's when, you know, uh, favoritism comes in, nepotism, um, just being lazy, procrastination. Um, and so and they just let anyone in, you know? And so it's really, it's, you know, when people spend their money, they really are looking, they're taking, um, they wait for a whole year to see it and they're really expecting something great and we want to deliver that. Uh, but I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry you had to, experience that for yourself yeah, it was not fun yeah i mean like i said the mazes were great change but change it up also what i don't like too is if you go to an attraction you're used to going to every year change mm -hmm. it up. yeah quit keeping the same stuff even though some of them are really really good they should look at the ones that are failing and fix it for the following year don't right don't keep it going no you can't yeah, it's, it's Survey. Survey your audience. Survey them. If they're sitting here saying, "Hey, this one's not good," 
move it out. Uh -huh. How often should they change it? And if they need to change it, how much should they change it? You think? Like, I think Hawk has at least two years, two to three uh -huh. years mm -hmm. in, in 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 living, um, and it has two to three years to make sure it stay long. If it, if there's a hot that is really good, has the scares, has the set design, you want to keep that in longer because not everyone's going to see that attraction that year. You know what I mean? So you want to bring that back out. But if there's something that's not working, cut it. Also, well, also, it depends how many haunts you have, I think. If you're like, right. if like some of the haunts we know about, they got three or four different attractions, you know, change them up, rotate the thing every two years. But then also, like, if you got one attraction, you got one big haunt, make sure you keep the thing innovate and change it every, every two years and remove this stuff that doesn't work. You know, I think that's a big thing. Don't be afraid to tweak some stuff. Just because it ain't broke doesn't mean it's not working right, you know? Right. And you can right. tell when you have actors who are there to actual scare and there to hang out. And you know Woo! that really. You're preaching now. That, that, that is completely off. Oh, yeah, because you ruined it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you're, you're not there for the thrill. You're there to hang out with your friends. And you've told your friends to come see me at Scare at This Haunt. And then that you're breaking character and acting mm -hmm. a fool. Like, it ruins it for everyone else who's actually there for the thrill and the scare. Right. That's so true. And you can tell when people are like the diehards that are there to scare and have fun. Those right. are the ones that you want to keep, but the ones that just, you know, they want to be a part of the a title. Right. They want to be cool. You yeah, that they, they need to stay in the maze. Okay. Uh -huh. So <laughs> you know I'm gonna go off. Okay, I'm gonna save yours. I'm gonna go we're gonna to switch to Brent. Yeah. And, so listen, we I think I think you're I think when you talk you're overlapping oh. each other's mics. You might need to mute one at one time or something. Maybe that would help or something because you it. got an echo okay. going. Go you mean mute mine? No, no, no. There you so go. we had an epic fail. Uh, basically, uh, we were supposed to go to this haunt, and Willie kept rushing me. Come on, come on, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I'm still stuck in South Carolina. Trying, what? It was, a, it was an epic fail because he was late. He, <laughs> I don't know, he overslept. I don't know what was his deal. He was, he acted like Call he didn't want to get way. in the car and just drive an hour away just to come get me or to come see me. But like we literally had an interview with this one haunt and and free tickets, right? And free tickets, and yeah. they were expecting us to show up, and we were no shows because <gasps> this dude, I don't know. He slept. I don't know. I, I look. I can tell when people are getting old, you know. And 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 Brent's pretty young, but like that's something that that's an excuse that I would have. Like, all right, I was uh, me before. all day, right, right. right. Yeah. But like, this is this is hot season, and normally we're working. This is us taking a, a different you know approach to it. So you me. should be excited to get your butt to Atlanta to go to this one hot. Oh, that's scared. in Atlanta. If you haven't yeah. noticed yet. But uh, yeah, we it was an epic fail for us because we just missed, we just missed it. We yeah, just gonna, oh no, we're gonna retry it tonight. It's uh, nice. So we'll, we'll, look, they stop. Look, they stopped talking to us. But we're gonna see what. Happens. Oh no! We're we're look look look. I am loved and appreciated, and I'm gonna you know we we're gonna extend the olive branch and make sure like hey you know but I get it everyone's busy when I have when we're in hot mode. I don't like talking to people, you know, because there's so much to do. 
And that was their first weekend. But uh, we're going to come with some flowers and some candy and say, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Get up there. But that was our, our fail. All right, Gerard, take it away. Let me compose myself for a second. Uh oh. All right, let me tell you something. All right, this is Tennessee. So there's some smaller haunts and all that, which I absolutely love. I think that's where some of the most creativity and innovations at some points come out because, you know, they want to build A, B, and C sets, and they got to be like, well, we can't do A, B, or C because it's not in our budget, which I understand. But then they come with the creative ways to create it, whatever it may be, a church scene. They can, they can build it out of whatever you find. And there are some creative innovations I've seen. I went to two haunts over the last two weekends. One was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. I had a good time. It was one of the few times that I actually was scared in a haunt. I don't get too scared too often. I always enjoy them, have a good time. But they actually got me like, Whoa, what's around the corner? What's around the corner? What's around the corner? And I had to like peek around. It was so much fun laughing, exhilarating, coming through. But let me tell you, if you've got a line of 60 people, 60, 70 people, and it takes about an hour and a half to get in that haunt, you got bottlenecks. Bad bottlenecks. Okay, I don't mind waiting in line, but your show better be fucking worth an hour and a half exactly. wait. I'm telling you, I was, they had a nice setup. Like the setup was pretty all right. I could see the potential, especially the growth. You know, I actually I got to talk to the owner and all that. So it was very nice and opening, but well, an hour and a half wait for this fucking haunt with like three or four different bottlenecks. I'm like, no wonder I waited an hour and a half. Your, your, your thing is bottlenecked up front. I'm at the front line to get a ticket. Thank you. Here's the rules. Don't do A, B, or C. Great. Thank you. Thank you, for but thank you also for having ready. Great. Going to a, the first room. All right, let's get this going. The guy gives me the rules again. Okay, they're making sure. Cool. Let's we'll start the haunt now. The very first scene, they sit us down. All right, here's the rules. I'm like, God damn it. Is this preschool? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like, let me get my fucking show so you get these people home. I got there right. fucking 8 o'clock. Bitch, I ain't leaving that place till like oh, 11, wow. damn near 12. And there was like 60, 70 people in line. Come on. What are you wow. doing? You're wasting my time. So we're sitting there, and we finally get to start going. I'm like, okay, first off, the first woman I see who does the scare, fantastic job. She looked like a mannequin. Great. Uh, what is up? This is a scare technique. It's losing my mind because I'm frustrated. And we go through fine. But let me tell you, half these actors, they didn't. their makeup, like this one woman had a low-cut shirt. Her makeup stopped here. Yeah, Cover it. it. It takes me out the scene. And you got these actors. Like coming over to you and trying to hold you up in the scene, like motherfucker, I've been sitting in line. I'm trying to go through this scene now. Right. You're trying to hold me there for two minutes. And let me tell you something: there's nothing wrong with holding somebody somewhere, but you better have the fucking chops to do something, right? Right. Escalate the. It fear. was this. It was this fucking redneck butcher shop scene, and the dude's like, "You got a pretty man." I could probably quote you his <laughs> fucking lines from everything back in 2006. This heart felt like it was stuck in 2006. Come on, give me something original. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm trying to have a good time, right? And I'm like, hey, and I'm giving it back to them. They can't give me nothing back. So they go to my buddy who's with a group of two people. Two people threw them off because they're waiting on more people, which it happens. I'm I'm understandable. It happens. But for fuck's sake, come on, guys, pick it up. This is an open right. attraction. You got to be ready to move with some people. But you can't keep up with me, me giving you hell. Was this, their opening, back. Was this their opening night? Yeah, yeah, it was their opening night, but for fuck's sake, if you're going to stop some the people. Best, though. No! Well, ah, it's so frustrating. Like, if you're going to stop me, and they held us there for like three minutes in a corner, 
trying to communicate. And I'm giving him stuff, feeding him materials. He's like, yo, big boy. I'm like, yeah, I'm a big boy, but I can handle you. They can't give me nothing back. Come on, tell me about my pretty first, mouth. First of all, it's a shame that uh, 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 a guest have to up up a monster. Like, you like you have to do your training. You have to do your improv, imp- improvisational training for your, mm-hmm. for your monsters. And if your guest is up... Upping, upping the monsters, the there's monster. a problem there, I think, and I, and you need to get them in in um, critical thinking, improvisational classes or, or or situations where they can think on their feet a little bit faster because mm-hmm. that's entertainment. That's that's money. That's someone having an impression to come back to your haunt to do it again, and and that's and it works, you know. And your scare training has to be on point. But uh, I know. So Bryce, you gave him. I mean Gerard, you gave him hell. Well, I gave him a little. I'm gonna. I could. I could, could. The issues are very basic. Operational. You're sitting there holding right. people all night. It's operational right there. The second thing is right. scare actors, especially the line cue actors. Every actor there. I don't think I saw one person who was acting or being a character. They were a person in a mask. I don't like to that. Break it up, okay? I don't want to see. Also, they had clowns. They have fucking clowns. But. Uh, <laughs> also, clowns, huh? so there's no themes. Um, uh, no, they said there's a theme, and I said, Oh, you changed it because I think the theme was like, I'm not going to name the theme because I don't want to dog them out because I'm nice to people, you know, it is what it is. But uh, the theme was there, and I said, Oh, you changed the theme. They said, Yeah, we added red to the logo, and I'm like, You've got wow. to have a theme and keep oh, it going oh. and just play it. Let, yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you this. Like, yeah, the operational issue. The actors were wearing masks, like the, the Q line actors. Great, you have Q line actors. Their costumes were pretty decent. They weren't spectacular, but they were decent. It was people in masks. They weren't playing a character. One guy was pretty decent. You know, I gave him hell. He gave it back to me. Even though at one point he said he liked little boys by accident, and it just went down a wrong rabbit hole with them. It was an ordeal. You know, you're playing with actors. But what pissed one of the things pissed me off, I get to the front of the line, finally at the center, and I'm like, oh, thank God, I'll, this show's got to be great or something. And the person puts a beer down on the counter. I'm like, you're drinking on the job. Oh, Whoa! Oh, that would have been out of there. Out of there. Wait a minute. That's no, no. That's a no, that's a no, no. Like, if yeah. I told you the whole, I could go down a whole, like, I get to the line, the box office. I know I'm jumping around, but I'm frustrated and passionate. Okay, I get to the box office, and there's a group of people sitting there. Okay, cool. Whatever. They're buying a ticket. No, they were having a conversation. I felt I wasn't getting in front of their conversation because I sat there for like two or three minutes, it felt like. And they're sitting there. And finally, somebody's, oh, excuse us. And they step away. I'm like, the fuck you think this is? And now I feel bad interrupting y'all's conversation, even though here's my money. Give me a ticket, you know? Right. Like, the operation needs a lot of work. They have too many bottlenecks. They need to teach these actors how to work and how to act. Get the alcohol off the fucking stage and away from areas. And tell your act, your scary actors to stop being on their phone in line cues. Wow. They were taking, that... they had their phone out taking pictures of the fire actors. Bitch, y'all in line cues. Y'all gonna see this all year. Do some better work. And, and let me tell you something. I have seen bottles and scenes. It happens. I've seen Monster Kansas. I've even seen the occasional liquor bottle. We've all done scare acting before. We've all we've all been an idiot uh-huh. once or twice. I ain't going tonight. We know you've been the idiot. But let me tell yeah. you something. <laughs> I have never in my life 
wanted to walk through a haunted house and see their cell phone charging on top of the fucking table. On top of the fucking table, it was charging. I'm like, damn. Like, do we have any respect for the art? For for the for the for the haunt? Like, do we have any respect? Like, it's like you're you're too comfortable now. You're too comfortable. Yeah. How can you become? It's opening weekend. I I know. So where do you guys think that comes from? Like from the person who built the haunt and just wanted to build from the top? Because if you got the right top and the right supervisors and scene and everybody, that shit's going to flow. Right. And when mm-hmm. it's not, is when they're lazy and comfortable. Look, they right. can't do it. I can't. Did you, are you sure you went to a haunt or a home haunt? I just. Mm-hmm. They, they're they're, 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 they're like home haunts that are like that know not to do that. I mean, they've been open for a couple of good years now. I mean, I think over about five or six, probably, if I'm wrong, wrong. But let me tell you, their sets were great for what they was. You know, I didn't expect like netherworld quality or nothing like that or, right. or a nightmares quality, but they were definitely good sets. You could definitely see the lighting. If they lighted it better, added some sound and some good acting, it would have been a, a decent show, a pretty good show, mm-hmm. except for the fucking bottlenecks, in my opinion. But, you know, each their own. Can I ask you a question on the bottleneck? Do you think that there was just uh, an actor being over facetious by like... Oh, absolutely. Trying just to get more play. Trying to get more stage time. So I'm going to hold up this group and I'm going to say my spill even slower. I'm going to walk around them twice to have more stage time. Do you think that that's being done? There was that... There was that 100%, but then the issue, you could tell, like, at that point, it's an actor issue. It's not a bottleneck issue. But if you're giving me the rules three times, right, three mm-hmm. times back to back, and then you have uh, a maze where uh, actors trying to keep me there, and then you have one maze where you have to follow the individual around, and they're the ones who open the door for you, but they want you to walk X amount of paths, and you have a second um. one like that. And then there's another one. Like there was like three or four different mazes back to back. Like it wasn't like on me. Like I'm lost. I'm an idiot. I can't find the exit. It was like the, like, the actors had to let you out. And they, they were like, like keeping me there. It could have been the actors, but at the same time, like you, somebody's got to like, hey, you need to add some mazes. Fix this maze. Add a typical maze with some jump scares. There was no jump scares. None. Wow. I see. Wait, this one guy closed a coffin once, real loud. That's a jump scare. If your actors can't act and be scary, you need jump scares. But let me tell you, it was night and day when I went to the haunt last night. Oh, it was so nice. I mean, with I got there, and it was a slow night. It was a slow night. It's opening weekend. Slow night. I got fast passes. Within less than 15 minutes from me parking my car, I'm in the fucking haunt. And it was there. They had the lights going. It was like overstimulation. The sound was there. I, I wanted to like crouch down because I didn't know how tall the ceiling was. I was looking around the corners. They had music overwhelming us. They had the actors going and they were hitting it. Like they were on it. And they were, and then they had like these little, these neat pockets. Like I was lost. I got lost in their mazes, which is never. When I mean the mazes, I meant like the walkthrough areas because they had a couple turns that you could take. And it let me, I was like, oh, am I backstage? I don't know. And then you kept going, ah, animatronic. And it was great. It's fantastic. Wow. And the fog maze. I was like, oh, this is good. This is what you need. They had line queue. They had 
their line cue actor was a little lacking, but I that's just probably opening weekend nerves. I can forgive that because he didn't break character and didn't have his fucking phone out. You know, I can forgive opening weekend line cue actors for that. He looked clean. His makeup was there. They covered their necks. Hey, if you have a haunt and your necks are exposed and you don't want to black out or paint it, you can go to Amazon and get these sleeve socks. All right. black. Around the neck. Yes. Yeah. Look, I'm glad you had a better experience uh, this past week than last week. But look, I've we're going to be sharing our thoughts and experiences during our haunted house segment. Um, and I think, and, and we're 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 going to haunted houses, and we're going some to some good ones. And I'm excited to see these attractions uh, because when you have your own haunt, you don't really take the time, you don't have the time to go see haunted attractions. So it's really cool that uh, we're going to be doing that this year and going out to some events. And um and just checking it out, checking out the scene, and coming from our perspective and our quality, and seeing who met that, you know, and who kind of fell um, behind that. But that's cool. And you know what? I think Gerard, you win on this one. I think you had the worst experience (laughs) of all of us (laughs) because uh, uh, that I mean, just to go and pay money and then not to have what you paid for. Will irk me, and with with prices and inflation the way it is, we can't we can't afford to lose our money. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So if you're gonna scare and be a haunted house that's gonna scare scare, we shouldn't have to see right. no phone in the line queues, no no beer. Like we mm-hmm. didn't pay for that. You know what I mean? And so, uh, cat to your comment, yes, that comes from the head down, and they need to really wake up. You know, over there. So we're not gonna name any names, but yes. I- I think the disappoint. I think the, uh, such a big disappointment is because the potential was there. The sets were good. Wow. A right. little tweaking with some lighting, like this potential was there. But the management, operation, acting drove everything down the hill, which made me nitpick even the sets to where I saw the lacklusterness. That's the disappointing part. You know what? You know what's funny is I would help Will with actually going in with the the customers. They didn't know who I was, and I'd I'd go right in behind them and check each room, make sure everyone's doing what they're supposed to be doing. And if not, guess guess who got a call? Will. And he came and fixed it right there. He didn't wait till the haunt was done. He came and fixed it right there. Mm -hmm. And that's what you're supposed to do. You can't let it go like that. It'll ruin the experience. And that's what's not fun. Oh, yeah. I just want to say this, and it's so funny that you said that, uh, Cap. Yes. Uh, we always stay ready. We always like uh-huh. every hour or or or, or some some uh, time we go into that attraction to make sure uh-huh. that the continuity of that scene is is still the same. And if not, we adjust and we fix um, because we want to make sure that everyone has a good show, right? Right. And so uh, we we would do that, and and also the management will go through um, disguised as guests or as management so that they know that there's a routine here, right? Um, but also, you know, the, look, things happen and we want to make sure like, even if you're tired and you just went through 3000 guests, still keep that same tenacity and attitude and energy for the, for the last group that's coming in and don't change up. And so, yeah, man, it's just a little bit disappointing to hear that, but it's open again. And we understand that things happen in opening weekend. So we forgive everybody. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm going to go back to this haunt, the one I complained about, uh, probably about you know, like two weeks, probably. I'll go back. I am because mm-hmm. I want to see. I got that. 
I want to see that potential thrive. Right. And, and Kat, we're going to go back to yours too and, and see that as oh, well. Yeah. So we, Definitely. So yeah, so we're going to go back and we're just giving everyone a pass. You know, it's, yeah. you know, look, it snuck up on us quick. And so, so yeah, but uh, yeah, that's great. And you know, you guys check out, we, we cannot wait to, to share our thoughts with these haunted houses experiences. And we're going to do, we're going to um, make sure we document it uh, well so that you guys can check it out. Uh, but yeah, it's hot season, y'all. Let's do it. Love it. Let's do it, guys. This is, uh, yeah. Yo, Yo, I'm I'm dead. dead. (laughs) You guys, this is this is everyone. Look, this is. This is the episode where everyone's here and, you know, we got some little things, some hiccups here. But, you know, I'm so excited because this is where we're going to have a good time and have uh, have a laugh. So uh, go ahead, Gerard. Let's say go. what you're going to say. Okay, this is Y'all I'm Dead. It's when the host brings three Halloween horror-driven funny memes and hope to make the other hosts laugh. Are you ready to play? I'm ready. Come on, Kat. Let's bring the funny. All right, Y'all I'm Dead. Me whenever someone wants to talk about horror. Well, why is that creepier than why, just yeah, regular? Why is that smile? He reminds me it. of the smile that's ugly. That's oh my ugly. gosh. Stop it, Gerard. <laughs> yeah, I'm dead. Girls don't girls don't want boys. They want them 12 foot scaled and small people. I'm dead. Oh, yeah. That's so true. <laughs> Stop it. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, I'm dead. I got you a present, cat. It will look so good in you. Oh, stop it. <laughs> that was a good one. I that like that one. Wrong. It sounded very wrong. Of course, we'll say it. Y'all, I'm dead. Fifty Shades of Mayo. Yeah. Can you That's imagine? That's a nip. That's a nip. That's a nip. Learn a nip. Oh, it's a man nip. It's okay. Y'all, I'm dead. When the guy at Spirit's Halloween asked me if I need anything, <clears throat> I know more than you, sir. Absolutely. <laughs> I we love do. that show. We I do love that more. show. They're just seasonal workers. Anyways, y'all, I'm dead. I'm going to tell my kids this was Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty accurate. <laughs> y'all, I'm dead. Our listeners waiting for our podcast to come out. You're going to love this one. It's a scream, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm dead. Chainsaw actors at the end of every haunt season. (laughs) So true. So true. I just worked his one arm out. Y'all, I'm dead. Oops, I downloaded the wrong screen movie. 
I'm over. <laughs> That's horrible, Will. There's been too many nipples in this episode. Yeah, way too many. Nipples. Look, y'all. That's y'all. I'm dead. Wow, I love if, you know I love these little you know we try to find things that will just excite us and, and make and keep us on our toes and the y'all I'm dead segment is that uh, it's where we can find memes and we get to uh, compare them and get to share them and we we haven't seen the slides before so this is us seeing it for the first time right. and we try to make each other laugh so this is really cool so you guys did a good job we got, I got something better for you next week. Next Remember, Sunday. we only have a seven nipple minimum on the uh, a maximum. Yeah, and then we no have, nips yeah. next week. We already yeah. surpassed it. No nips. Yeah, so it's gonna be good. So bring the heat, bring the funny, because I'm ready. Because I got something. Oh, all right, let's see here. And if you're listening to this podcast and like to laugh, check out all y'all dead on YouTube and Twitch and Facebook. This is how you can see the memes live, or at least what we see. Yeah, I mean, we're we're our goal is to make sure that um, we what does that say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun! This is gonna be a good show. I'm gonna start drinking. So, uh, it's so two a.m. I, I know, right? Um, but yeah, uh, we. <laughs> so That's what we do. We should have a drinking episode next week. <sighs> Yeah, our, 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 we're going to try to make these segments into their own playlist so that you guys can go back and just watch, mm-hmm. you know, at your at your own uh, leisure. But uh, this is going to be really cool. And I want to talk about, um, we talked about how Andrew and Darren have brought their talent and their skills to to help the show be what it is. Um, let's talk about our segments. You know, really when I was building the show, it was to find ways of entertainment, to bring the news bring the horror, bring the Halloween, bring the haunted house and bring the scary. Right. And we're going to talk right. about that, but also we're, it's, you know, I think with us three and us four being involved, we love to laugh. We love, we look, oh, yeah. you could be angry all, all day, every day. That's me. But, uh, it's so good just to laugh and have fun. And that's what I wanted to do is create a show that has so much value and people won't want to sit and, and listen in. And, um, one of the things I want to do is we want to talk about this, the new segments that we're bringing in. And someone asked me, why would you bring in new segments when you just now started? Because seasons change and we want to make sure that we stay fresh and mm-hmm. stay on our toes. And so I'm so happy to um, find other ways to engage. And so we're going to be bringing our Patreon members and our community yeah. members onto the show to play a game called Wanna Play a game and really it's it's for us to play a trivia game to and whoever's playing the game will have to answer like seven questions within 20 seconds to win a prize we don't know the prize uh the prizes are coming from our sponsors but um but yeah we want we want to have you guys on a show with us and and Britain's going to bring you in and you won't know the questions and these questions are all it, driven, they're all horror driven and um and you got to answer these questions Another cool segment that we are bringing in uh, is the watch parties. We talked about that the premieres. We want you guys to engage that way with us uh, because the more we have horror in our lives, the better. Um, another cool thing I want to talk about is versus. This is something that you know was brought to, uh, to me by Bryce. He was like, "Look, let's try to compare uh, horror villains with the horror villains and have a strong debate on which one's going to win." And I don't know if you guys seen the video out there, but like I literally was like, "That's dope, let's go." And my dad and mom actually helped me 
uh, pair these villains together. And um, shout out to mom and dad for that. Thank you so much. And so we sat there uh, when we were eating hibachi, and we had like all the villains out, and we're trying to figure out who would be the best, you know, uh, matchup. Then we, then I started to find out, okay, who's going to go first? Who, how, how are we going to do this? And so I picked this random wheel, and just threw everyone in, and just hit go. And let me tell you, the first, the first uh, villains on this on this chart was Predator, and uh, and uh, mm-hmm. Creepers. And I got so excited about these about these guys because um, we have we have uh, lovers of them on our cast. And when I picked these names, I kid you not, what a how it was just by luck, by chance that they got chosen. Brent got chosen, and Gerard got chosen. And let me just tell you this: <laughs> one loves Jeeper, and one loves uh, uh, Predator. And they are going in. I mean, they're calling me late night. George called me late night and giving me facts about the Predator and how he's going to win Jeepers. And it's just, it's so much fun. And I'm just so excited to get, what? What was that? (laughs) What was that look? I'm just saying, like, it's so much fun just to hear them banter. And it's good to have, like, some some good competition within, within us. But I'm so excited for Versus, you guys, because this is something that is going to just challenge the status quo. We want you guys to tune in. I, I think you misspoke there. Tell other horror fanatics to tune in and let us know what you think. Weigh in and in, in our chat in our in our, our our chat rooms and tell us who you think will win and why. Uh, but this is the bait. It's not. It's starting within two mm-hmm. weeks. We're going to bring it, them in, and it's going to be something really cool. Uh, it's not good uh, even, competition. What'd you Uh-oh. say? The predator's Uh-oh. gonna wipe his ass with the yeah. Jeepers Creepers hat. I swear to God. Let me tell you, it's gonna be it. It's, but I'm ready to go. Yeah, yeah look. I believe uh, not, here, Bryce. Oh, here, here, here no, 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 no. Listen, Gerard, I got stuff up my sleeve, dude. You don't oh, want. Oh no, you guys. Yeah, you got stuff up your sleeve. Two good movies and a shitty seat and a shitty third one, man. I want to say. No, I want to say what I want to say, but I can't into the debate. But I'm not gonna say okay. anything. I just have stuff. See, all, I I got you already, man. You know, you got you got a. Uh, it, it's a good matchup. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my mouth shut, it but it's matchup, gonna be a good yeah. matchup because we got a, a a mythical hunter versus a techno techno yeah. technological advanced hunter. And it's such yeah. a good idea. Such a fantastic idea to put these badass hunters. They both hunt the big species, which is humans. Yeah. It, it's going to be exciting. They got different techniques, different individuals, and then like you're just going to see Predator wipe his ass with Jeepers Creepers. I'm telling hey, you, that's about to happen. over there. All shots right, fired. All right. Where, where is, this, uh, is this it? Sorry, guys. Wrong. You can't stop it until it goes off either. Well, cute. Sorry, it was supposed to be this way. It's live. Shots fired. Shots fired everywhere. But look, listen, I'm so, I'm so, like, we call it Versus because Versus is hot. If you guys watched Versus, so we decided to do our own Versus by comparing our villains together. This is going to be really cool. I want everyone, and if you're in the horror community, please tune in to yepthatscary.com. Get on our live feed every Sunday and hear this debate. Be in the debate, in the chat rooms with us. Debate with us, because this is going to be cool. I'm going to come up with with ground rules for this debate so that we don't have cheaters like Bryce or Gerard. Um, <laughs> <coming>. <laughs> I'm 
You gotta come up with your own answers, Gerard. You can't look off Google. <laughs> Did y'all see that? <laughs> I wear shorts. <laughs> it's okay. I'm in it's a half day today. Um, but look, look, you guys, we, we want you guys to tune in with this and be a part of this debate. This is a great debate. They already talked some crap. And let me say this, Gerard. Uh, Brent came with me, came, came to me with some facts. Uh-oh. Facts on Predator. And I literally was like, ooh, this is good. And I'm just a fly on the wall, just instigating stuff. But I'm ready for the big the big throwdown that's gonna happen in two weeks, you guys. So please tune in. We want we want we want you guys to come on out and just you know let us know what your thoughts are. Who will win uh Jeepers or Predator? Um we also have I I mean I'm not gonna share everything, but oh it's on this one. But our next our next uh villains will be Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You pay for the whole seat, but you're only gonna need the edge. Yep, that's scary. Presents the next one will be news. Killer Clowns and It. So tune in, it's tune gonna in, be, you guys. Good, it's going to be good. It's going to be really good. And I, and actually, I may have some people uh, from the team here or on that oh, yeah. one. So it's going to be interesting. So be be prepared for that. Go ahead, you can close that out. Um, but yeah, yeah. So other than versus, so that's another thing that we're going to be bringing in is versus. But also, we are bringing in uh, creepy creative. Creepy creative is uh as as a new uh. Uh, a pillar that we get to go in and not only just bring in, you know, DIY, you know, how to videos and, and, and with the creatives there, but also just meet new creatives that's having a buzz about themselves and about their products or about what they're doing. And let me just tell you, let me just tell you, I am, I am, I am um, excited for Creepy Creative because it it allows us to meet that artist there to just right. to 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 share their their products and who they are and their love and their passion and tell their story to to the people and let them know that they exist and and I I wanted to do that because there's so many out, crazy good products out there and I'm not just saying products I'm like paintings uh or or stories and um and I really want to connect with them and and uh, have them on the platform so uh that being said. Uh, we have our first creepy creative here. Yes, we do. And I'm so excited to share it with you guys. So uh, let's do it. You ready? Let's do it. Let's do it. Our creepy creative from our creepy creative hams from a vast creativity of uniqueness and original concepts from his nightmares of imagination to popular games we have witnessed some hybrid monstrosities here's our creepy creator for this week for this week chris sure with the polaris breach effects oh let's do it what is up what's going on how's it going I just want to say this, Chris, right off the jump. I'm a big mask buff. I love masks and everything, props, costumes. And when we, when Willie sure. told me about your uh, props, when he told me about your page, I checked it out. I was like, this is so good. The creativity, the, all the stuff. Thank you. Blew my mind. Like, it's really good. I just want to give you that. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, there we are. I want to say this too. Like, 
Chris, like I've I've seen you trend and buzz in the community on Facebook. Oh yeah. I'm like, and I will see your 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 pictures pop up and I'm like, man, this for you just to come out and create some amazing stuff with your uh products and to get everyone talking is is good. You know, it's it just shows your talent and your skills. And so let's go right in. Let's dive right into uh, some of your work. We have some questions to ask you and to share sure. a little bit about your passion. Um, so go ahead, Britt. All right. Uh, how, how did you come up with your name and why is the shark your profile picture? Okay. So not much scares me anymore. I was born on Halloween. I've been doing this stuff my whole life. And what does terrify me is the movie Jaws. Oh, classic okay. horror movie. And the idea, I, you know, I studied sharks for a while. I wanted to be a marine biologist. And uh, if you know what a Polaris breach is, it's when a shark comes straight up out of the water, breaches out of the water, floats there for a minute, and usually rips the seal to shreds. I thought that that is probably the most terrifying thing I could think of happening to me. And so, right. and so in, in the vein of like the haunt world, you see an actor usually three to seven seconds and then they're gone. Right. If I can create that same kind of fear and memory that I have with the idea of a shark attacking me right. with these actors, then I think I've, I've met my, I've done what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to create something that you're going to see a flash of it and be like, what the hell was that? And think about it later. Wow. And so, like so the, uh, yeah, uh, so it's the idea of, you know, just as, as damaging and terrifying as a shark attack would be, I want my haunt, the haunt actors that buy from me to be able to sort of instill that same fear into the guests. Yeah, when I was looking Absolutely. at the name, I was like, what is this name? I was like, this is like really unique. I was like, mm-hmm. I got to ask about this. this is, that's all. I think his product stands out so much. Like you mentioned that it's going to be like this attack. When when you have your products in, like, let's say a UV maze, looking at some yes. of these products here, it stands out. It's not like something like um, blowing a night. Look at the detail, guys. Look at this is what. Chris oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. See? And see, Go ahead. well, the Go thing ahead. is, is like, because a lot of haunts have low light. Now you mentioned black light. Yes. In a black light maze, this stuff is going to be coming at you from all angles. But if you're in a lower light maze, having these high contrast paints, when the light does hit it, it's going to be like, Whoa, Whoa, what? Whoa. And then it goes away. Whereas a lot of times in my experience, I've, I've done haunting for about 15 years doing, I usually do the makeup. A lot of people want a ton of blood and it, dulls the colors it dulls the, the 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 look that the makeup may have had had you not smothered it in blood or gore and so i stepped away from that and instead started utilizing just these insane colors that might get any reaction in any kind of light so if you see mr eyeball here in a red light sure you're going to lose the depth but it's still an eyeball with a mouth what the hell is that <laughs> yeah right i love that look at that you guys wow yeah, yeah. I just had to t- t- take another look and th- look at your stuff, man. I noticed you also make those uh that Warhammer from uh Mortal Kombat. That's oh yeah, freaking yep. His 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 gaming gear is just is, is phenomenal, and it's it's something I don't see anyone doing this. 
Like, like you're the only one that's doing that, right? Is is that like in, is that like an inspired uh, costume from a, what's that game? Uh, Five, Five Nights of Freddy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I was yeah. trying to figure out an idea to how do I make something look like it's an animatronic underneath the outfit. And actually, it was I just riveted plates of the material I use, and then cut the cut the costume, and then I could build up the material. That Speaking is, of that, I was gonna uh, add on to that. Uh, I seen in your pictures. I swear, I seen a Borderlands mask. It looked really dope. Absolutely, yep, absolutely. I've done a lot of Borderlands uh, commissions. Uh, Tiny Tina. Um, what's the one guy? Zero. Zero. Uh, uh, Claptrap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 So like my, I started in the haunt community because I love Halloween. Like I said, it's my birthday. It's my life. <laughs> right. But because of my love for fantasy and sci-fi, as well as horror, uh, my art also sometimes leans into the direction of cosplay more than haunt acting. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, the only downside to that is when you get into the realm of cosplay, you start dealing with copyrights. Mm-hmm. Hey Chris, uh, sure. I got another question for you here. Sure. How did you start making your mask and props? Well, usually I was a stone sculptor, if you can believe that, and I made gargoyles. That's um, oh, that's ugly. Yeah, right. Well, the thing with doing stone is it takes about a year to two years for one project, and I I have AD. I need instant gratification. So I'm like, okay, what can I what can I start sculpting where I you know I can. Well, the other thing about a gargoyle is it sits there and it's not alive. And I had this overwhelming urge to create things that I could see live. I spent a lot of, you know, when I was in college, I did like live theater and things like that. Mm. So I was like, if I can make costumes and masks and then have have a performer utilize them, then I can see it living. And in a way, it makes me feel like Dr. Frankenstein and like, but the actors are the lightning, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. So I create the monster, yeah, but they bring it to life. Correct. And yeah, and it's so it was very much like, uh, you know, I I need more. I need to see a performance with my pieces. And this just seemed the best way because, you know, once once an actor's in it and they really realize how much they can utilize the costume before even getting into the acting techniques, it just amplifies the entire creature. If that meant, you know what I'm saying? Right. Got another question for you here, Chris. Uh, take sure, us through your sure. process of designs and creativity. <laughs> uh, well, um, it, it's a lot of chaos, a lot of uh, doubt, depression, and hate. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it, it really it starts with a general idea, like you know, like. Let's say someone wanted a clown, but not a clown. You know, you you want to stick with the certain motifs that fit ghosts, clowns, scarecrows. But then how do I change it? How do I make it not a scarecrow you'd see at Spirit Halloween? Um, How do I make this a scarecrow? Yes. How do I make this thing where it's going to have its own life, its own story? And then when the actor has it, just completely original. And that's one thing that's... With all the masks, I don't use molding and casting. I hand make everyone. So wow. if you, yeah. So if you see a mask you like, I can make it again, but it will not be the exact same. So how I long like does that. that take? How long does that process take for you to finish a, an order? 
So let's say if I um, give you an order. It, it, yeah, if you if let's say you ordered like ten masks, um, I could get that done in probably a month and a half. Wow! Um, if you ordered one mask and I'm on my game, give me two days and I got it done. Wow! Oh wow! That's a turnaround. Yeah, gotta, but you know, sometimes life gets in the way. But <laughs> of course, got another question here for you, Chris. Uh, yeah. What excites you about making your mask and props? Again, it's seeing knowing that I'm going to see them alive. Um, when I was in art school, you know, we had to make sculptures and paintings. And it was fun. You learned a lot of cool technique, but it would just exist on a wall or on a shelf. And, and it was almost like you get a little depressed about it. But when you make something, when you know you're making something that someone has ordered and they're excited about it and they're excited to be able to put it on and and become this thing it it just breathes a whole different perspective into making it it's not like oh i gotta put some teeth on well no like wow. like this guy here you know like he's a he's he's supposed to be a child of corvinus and i'm like okay that's underworld reference they had the father of vampires and werewolves well how about i do both in one mask wow that's that's awesome that's awesome yeah Bring it to uh, go ahead chris it's it, it's 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 my whole childhood. I was born in '82. When I was five, I saw Alien, which probably wasn't the best time to see Alien. But ever since then, the Alien has always been my, uh, I guess, my spirit animal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and I just always loved monsters, no matter what they were, no matter who they were, or if they, they could a thousand people. Yeah, but they're you know he's still a good monster deep down inside, you know. And it, it, I just always have had that connection with the beasts. And when it comes to making, like I said, it's just all about bringing them to life. And I just absolutely, if I didn't do this for a job or try to make it my business, I would still do it anyway. Right. Because it's, it's, it's literally a passion. Yeah. So how did you, how did you make that jump from uh, scoping you know, gargoyles and, and statues to now doing masks what made you do that um i had always dabbled with uh like just doing makeup like face paintings and stuff like that and i was like not very good at drawing and i was getting kind of annoyed with myself so one day i a local place had this thing where it was like a duct tape challenge make a make an outfit out of duct tape Yes, and I'm I and I, it, it, yeah, I made like a three like a yeah, yeah I made like a three piece suit with like a Doctor Doom mask out of duct tape. Wow! And oh, wow. I was like, you know, I wonder if there's a better material I could use for this. <laughs> and so I, was, I I I like I wasn't good at casting, but I was like, if I can, if I can find a way to uh, what's the word fabricate a mask rather than cast it and mold it, then I might I might be onto something. So I found this material. It's a thermal plastic called Wonderflex. It's kind of like Warbola, which is used in the cosplay world a lot and theater world. Um, and I started making Greek theater masks. Like, mm. uh, you know, like the classic drama tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was making those for some live theater productions. And then I was like, you know what? What if I put teeth on this? What if I give it an extra eyeball? What if I... <laughs> and it just... I started playing. I spent oh. about six years in my parents' oh. garage. With, 
Yeah, the Mothman. That <laughs> the is insane. I was just talking to a friend of mine about trying to find a way to create a Mothman costume. That is freaking awesome. Hey. Well, let me, t- I'll tell you the secret. Go on Amazon, look up what's called Isis Dance Wings. I S I S Dance Wings. No. What they are. What they are is it's two metal rods that you hold, and then a strap goes around your neck, and you hold out your arms, and it extends the wings. Oh, Now, wow. what I did, yeah, it's how they do, like, the, the when they're dancing, like, ballet. And oh, stuff. okay, okay. Now, what I did oh. is I attached, I attached the rods to the top of my wrist, like the predator blades, mm-hmm. so I had hand movement. Hey, that is, that, that's probably one of the best... The, Probably one of the better, if not the best, uh, Mothman costume I've seen. Like, that oh, is thank you. Freaking, that is fantastic. I was, I was, I was scaring it, traffic with it. It would should, suck uh, to try to do a maze with that costume. Like, make, All right, uh, you. <laughs> right. <laughs> they should make Mothman uh, like a horror villain or something, you know? That'd, that'd be yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd one thing good. that's cool about that costume is he looks great if he's, like, propped above you, like, looking down at you. I must say, like, you have created not only just masks, but you have created cosplay on a whole nother level. Uh-huh. I mean, well, thank you. I, thank I, you. I love it because uh, people can literally just order not only just the mask for the hunt community, but cosplay. Um, mm-hmm. And and um, I know, go ahead. You go, you go ahead. I know you, Brent wants to ask you this question. Go ahead. Yeah, so I'm going to ask you this one first. How would you sell your product to a customer that doesn't know you? Oh, that's a good question. I would, well, okay, okay. I'd be first, I would tell them, Do you want something that you can wear for five to six hours and not die? <laughs> so, your costumes yeah. are all lightweight and move and they, they, they breathe. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, they breathe. They're lightweight, they're made out of costume thing like the armor, the yellow guy. He's made out of the stuff you'd put on your floor, uh, to help with back support. Wow, oh, EV, really? EVA okay. foam, yeah. EVA okay. foam is what they call it. Yeah. So then plates are just made out of foam, correct? Like, yep. And then certain, like the mask and the shoulder pieces are made out of the same thing I would make the mask. I just don't so. know how you have the time to do all this. I'm looking at all your products and this is crazy. Late like, nights. Crazy detail. <laughs> this it, it, on the right in the purple, like that is badass. I would definitely buy something like that for me. Uh, yeah, he's, um, well, the, it's interesting. The guy wanted two things and he didn't know how he wanted a jester, but he also wanted a Japanese Oni, like an Oni demon. Yeah. I'm like, all right, well, that one has over 65 bells attached to it. What? No sneaking up. Yeah. No sneaking up, people. Right. I mean, again, this is, this is, that cost is for cosplay. But you've you've have you have literally taken over the industry of of you got the haunt and you got cosplay and creating these amazing outfits where people can just dress in them and be them their wacky self. So that's really cool. Speaking of cosplay, uh, here's another question for you. Since you are open, have you have you seen an increase in sales through cosplay? Not so much through cosplay. Well, okay, let me take that back. Have you ever heard of like Wasteland Weekend or Mad Max cosplay, like Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff? Mm -hmm. I get a lot of orders from them, but most of it comes from Haunt Community. Um, When I I go to Trans World every year, and that's where a lot of my orders come from. Yeah. I saw that. 
And I think why that is, is because cosplay people tend to often want very specific that look like they were on screen. And though I can do that, it is, like I said, copyright issues. I don't want to get in trouble. Um, And it's a little more difficult. Like I can make a mummy like, okay, make me a mummy. Okay. But if they're like, hey, make me a Darth Vader mask. Oh, well, it's a little more uh, just a touchy ground. I have a lot more wiggle room in the haunt community, and that's what I love about it. So, how was business for you uh, this year? It was good. It, it, it um, I still, it, I'm, I started my business two years ago. First year was a trial run. This year, I realized that if I keep pushing, I will be able to make it my full time job. Um, okay. which that's fantastic. I just, I'm guessing, I'm projecting maybe two more years. And then I should be able to make it full time. And I just, you know, like I said, the more monsters I can make, if people want costumes, anything like that, I'll help you brainstorm. If you want to create creatures or something new, I love doing it. But here's here's my only, uh, you know, I guess every upside has a downside. I never learned to sew. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> right? But I can do, I can re-manipulate costumes in other ways with rivets, leather ability, using leather, hot mm. glue, things like right. that. Okay. Do you, but, uh, do you attend yeah. to any haunts at all, like guest act or anything? I wanted to. Um, you, like, do I have a home haunt? You know, I was just yeah, thinking about that. And I'm, I, I have been the, one of the makeup artists for a, a theme park known as Cedar Point for about 12 years. I know. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah, the point. They, however, have their own. They they do everything on their own, so they don't use my masks. But my makeup is there. Um, but no, honestly, I have masks all over the place. I have them in South Africa, Australia, Germany. Wow. Um, just and it might just be like one haunt, you know. Oh, they bought five over in you know Zimbabwe. <laughs> I'm like, here you go, man. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. So yeah. They're all over the place. It's fun. I love it. I love it. Go ahead. I'm loving these. I'm loving these masks because one of the big things I love is something different and unique. And so far, yep. like it, you're you're doing what I love is creatures. You know, I love creatures, and the it, it's unhumanoid. Even even like the humanoid skeleton, you got it's it's unhuman with the worms. That's the stuff I love. Right. It's right up my alley. It's fantastic. Right. It's original and unique. I don't even know what the heck this thing is. It looks like almost like mm-hmm. like the Attack on Titan grew a mouth and came out right. jarring. Like, that it is was my wild. version of a Wendigo. Cause like I, I was gonna say that, yeah. Yeah, because the Wendigo is a is basically the curse of greed and hunger. So right. why not make his mouth bigger and gnarlier and grosser? I like oh yeah. It. yeah. Fresh, you're saying it, it's original and you don't see it, you don't see it out much and when you see something that is really cool like your product you i mean you got to get it and to, to know that it's only one one yep. right, that right. one and then after that it's gonna be different it'd be different uh, and one like you were saying about um how the shapes change the, the, the when i was in theater school one thing we learned about costuming in shadows on stage is if you can change the contour shape of a human shadow you're golden Right. So in a in a haunt setting, if you can change the shape of their nose and their face and their head and just something simple like that, like these could do, 
you've changed the fact that, well, that's not a heat standing there. What is that? And that, that again, just adds to the atmosphere. Oh yeah. Right. It adds to mystery and, and, and the unknown. What mm-hmm. it looks uh, um, in the darkness. So that's really cool. Uh, how, how do they feel? Are they like stiff? Are they like they look like they're almost like a hard plastic? Uh-huh. It would, yeah. It's like a like a flex. It's plastic with nylon weaved into it, so it it's not as rigid as say resin would be. It does like flex a little bit. Okay. But I then line the inside with uh, foam, so you're not like you don't have oh. hard plastic against your face. Yeah. Yeah, I was uh, gonna say something else. Uh, Willie probably can back me up on this. Uh, you need a booth at Beer Expo. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> you need a booth. Yeah, because you know what? Look, there's some hots out there that can't take the phone with them. No, they they would see your your product. Willie, you're, you're low. We can't hear you. Yeah, you're low. Sorry, my mic wasn't on again. <laughs> These difficulties. But anyways, yeah, I, I think there's going to be haunts that can't get to Transworld. And um, sure. and I get I think Fear Expo is trying to meet their needs and meet them where they're at. And so. Uh, have you your products there. there because they're going to go crazy for it again. Where is Fear Expo uh, at? Uh, it's in Kentucky. Oh, okay. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm in Ohio. Yeah. So. Nice. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, but look, I, I, look, I, I want to say this. Your product has stopped and has and and has created a buzz within the community. And I want to say, job well done for doing that. You have you. brought value and and something more to the industry. Uh, you know, Bryce and I, we say this all the time. Like, we want a vendor that could give us. More and you totally did sure. that here, yeah. Well, that, please thank you. Thank you. That's trap. Oh, you got it, man. <laughs> I, I want it. I'll be at Fair Expo. I want to see that. Like, I got it. <laughs> I'm in love with it. Like, I I know I definitely after the show, when we, I'm going to be looking up some fit pictures of it and stuff. I, I had your Facebook pulled up, I had to look at your stuff. And I did, yeah. Too. I, I got one more question here for you, Chris. Uh, sure. do you have an online store and how can we reach you? I don't have like a website per se, but I take orders through Instagram, which is Polaris. Yeah, there it is. And okay. uh, Facebook business page, which is also Polaris Breach Effects. I just want to say we had an awesome time with you, Chris. It was great having you on the show. I love awesome. Your work. Thank I you. Telling, I was telling Thank Willie, I was like, I got to buy some of this. Some of these Hell yeah, man. Anything you want. And if you want to draw something up and hey, can you elaborate on this? I love doing that. Oh, because that nice. means that means because that means the actor who is going to be the creature now has a part in its birth, in its creation, and like that, that. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. It, it it just adds a little more connection to the whole process. Especially the uh, the boss from uh, Immortal Combat. I've seen that mask. From yeah. The- yeah that was- Shao Kahn. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm already on your Instagram. I had to take a look. I see you did a spring trap. Oh, yep. this is this is right on it. Oh, that is cool. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Chris, for the time. We appreciate you. Thanks for being our first creepy creative and holding it down. Keep doing you. And you guys, please Hell come yeah. out and, and follow, like, social support, and uh, buy his books. You know, he's Hell he's ready. Yeah. He's hungry for work. So let's do it. And uh, let's hopefully, we'll see you after Expo. But I will see you at Transworld for sure. Hell yeah, man. Talk to you guys. Thank you. All right. Take care. Wow, that's amazing, guys. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm glad that we can bring more and more to our show. I've never seen anything like that, Will. That's amazing. 
And I was telling, I was telling uh, Brent this. I was like, we want to find uh, creatives yep. that can give and be unique in their own way, and they're not trying to be the next, you know, other exactly. silicone mask company. They are not trying right. to be the same product that's been out on 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 the shelf for a while. We want to buy something different. And uh, Chris is holding it down. He's doing that, and I'm so excited. Oh to have yeah, him. I think we. I think me and you talked to him at Fear Expo a couple, like, was it last, the year before or whatever? And we, like, yeah, seriously, yeah. like, his stuff was, yeah, it was fantastic. Okay. So I think I, I think I remember holding one of these masks, too. Yes, yes, you did. You did. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was, it was just unique. And again, I, when I tell you his picture stopped the haunt community, it did. We were like, what is that? Okay. You know, how much is that? You know, so right. uh, keep going. Keep doing you, Chris. And uh, we love you at the hot in the hot industry. Very eye catching. I have to say that. <laughs> like you wouldn't see that. Uh, like that's creativity right there. All right, all right, cat, take it away. All right, life can be scary at times, and it's okay to have encouragement and the needed one-on-one support on a personal and professional development. That's why life coach extraordinaire Daquin May, known as Ask DQ, is here to help. Graduated from Coach Training and Alliance. She's a certified life coach, consultant, and a mentor for her millennials. Her mentorship programs provide a safe place for all young adults and women. She provides informative information for your present and their future. For more information, check out www.dayquinmade.com. Oh, wow. I just want to say that was so so much fun. We had a, we had a crazy, we had a a crazy uh, show today. Um, we... We actually uh, bring everyone in for me, Brent. We actually um, had a crazy day. We had a few bumps and 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 uh, some changes uh, that happened, you know, last minute. But we had a good show, and I'm glad that we can uh, tell our guests that we are our oh, listeners. Excuse me, I need to drink some water. That's the whole point of live, right? <clears throat> Let it flow. Drinking water. You got plenty of minutes. Bro. Well, I think it's been a good show, you know, like, I like coming together. Woo! Yeah, I'm back. So I just, you know, it's it's live. And so it was really cool because we all finally got together to um, do the show. And um, and it was crazy because when we first did it, it was just three of us. And so there was like room. And when I noticed, I looked to Brent, I said, there's no room. Like we have too many guests. Or we have too many things in there. Like, how how do we gonna you know work this out? But we made it, and I hope you guys enjoyed the show. This is you know, yep, that's great. I want to say thank you to Brent for doing an awesome job. I want to say thank you to Cat for doing an awesome job. I want to thank you, uh, say thank you to Gerard for doing an awesome job. And I want to say you guys, please go and like, share, follow us. On yep.scary.com, there's a contest right now that you could be in. If you go to yep.scary.com and put your email in to win a $50 gift card or $25 gift card, I, I don't know. It, it's something like that. Uh, gift card for Amazon. So put your email in, follow us, sign up for our, our watch parties, and um, sign up for Patreon. And here, I just want to say thank you for the time that you have given us to watch the whole show. And um, see you next Sunday. And stay scary. Did you like what you just observed? You want more? 
well, get more by becoming a Patreon member of Yep, That's Scary, the most wanted Halloween horror haunt podcast in town. Get behind the scene, merch, special members only events, parties, and more. Become a member today. What are you waiting for? It's to die for.